All right, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. You ready? I'm ready. Um, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Herfcast. It's been a while. Uh, if you didn't know, like I, I did have two episodes that I did not upload as audio. I just have them on YouTube. You can check out the Herfcast YouTube channel, and uh, those will be up there. But uh, anyway, uh, tonight. I've got in studio with me uh, my buddy Riley. He's uh, my neighbor across the alley, and we kind of became fast friends. And, uh, you know, usually whenever uh, we're out at night at the same time, uh, I'll keep my garage door open, and he knows the door's open for him, so he'll come on by, and we'll chill, hang out, bullshit, smoke cigars. And um, tonight was kind of random. I, I hit him up earlier uh, to see what he what he had going on. I was in a podcasting mood, and um, you know we made it happen. So uh, Riley just got here, um, and he brought me a uh, timeless Sterling uh, Dahlia. So I'm smoking that. He's got himself a uh, Cao Brasilia. Looks like six by sixty. Yep. Um, I forget what that one's called, but, um, yeah, so he's got the, uh, six by 60 Brasilia. I've got the timeless, uh, Sterling and we're both drinking as of right now, we're both drinking, uh, a Hefeweizen from local brewery, new Oberfalls down the street from us. So we got that going on. Um, and yeah, we're just going to talk about whatever the fuck comes to mind so and enjoy riley, this day riley how's it going hey what's up everybody what's going on what's if you up? smoke cigars you drink beer <laughs> and your dad you know we're enjoying ourselves yep <laughs> so let's uh actually tonight uh my buddy ricky was gonna come by uh but he was in a chillaxing mode at the apartment he had a long weekend uh he owns the butcher shop here in Uh. town um but he was he was just relaxing at home today uh we we were going to uh record tonight but we're going to do that another time but um yeah he actually wanted to talk to me about being a dad and all that so so (laughs) made me think first time dad uh no uh different perspective Um, okay okay um being the uh the being the walk on role uh, uh as okay. a dad oh, so, okay okay um but he he wanted to ask questions about about all that so we'll do that uh hopefully pretty soon here mm-hmm. but um as for now uh me and Riley are just going to sit here and shoot the shit and do what we do yeah so, give you guys some entertainment yeah so Riley's a uh, truck driver yep um you're, I think I think you said before that your usual route is out to like the Montana border. Yeah, and yeah. back. Yeah, I can I can hit regional or the Midwest uh, to go all the way up to the Montana state border, touch South Dakota, North Dakota, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, Michigan, Ohio, of course Illinois, Indiana. Uh, whatever the Midwest is, we'll touch it. Some cases we'll cross over there about Kentucky, Tennessee. Uh, but normally, 
Montana state line and I'm back. Yeah. That's it, yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, trucking is, if you know anything about trucking, it's up and down. I mean, trucking is always a good career, but uh, it's like any other thing. It has its ups and downs, you know. Yeah. Uh, one A fun fact is that <clears throat> me driving for so long, uh, I needed something to do. <laughs> I had people around me that actually smoked cigars, and I didn't think nothing of it. And I just said, you know, one day I tried it, and I think we were out at the ranch, uh, um, and I said, uh, man, you know, let me try this thing. You know, and they said, well, I think my granddad said something like, well, you ain't going to try mine, but I'll give you one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I tried it, and I think I got hooked on it, you know. Um, and so I said, man, I didn't want to smell out my truck, but, you know, I cracked the window, and I said, man, this really helped me out as far as um, thought process, uh, relaxation, being able to sleep and just calm down, yeah. you know. So I fell in love with cigars. I'm about seven years in, so I've been at it for a while. And uh, as you can, as as my buddy said earlier, it brought us together. We clicked very quick <laughs> off cigars. Well, it was it was funny because I had the garage door open. I was I was out in the garage fucking around, <laughs> and um, Riley comes by. He's like, "Man, you got a you got a wrench." It's like my wife put everything away and I can't find shit. So uh, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, hold on." So that that that's how we met, and um, he he uh, I got him the wrench, and then um, he asked me, "He's like, oh, you know, you happen to smoke cigars?" I just kind of <laughs> laughed a little bit. I said, yeah, yeah, I, I, I smoke cigars a little bit, and then uh, you know, he's looking around, and I got a uh, I got like a. Uh, you know, one of the big uh, archery targets sitting on the shelf. He's like, oh, uh, you hunt? It's like, yeah, I try. I'm not very good at it. But um, <laughs> he's like, all right, yeah, you know, I like I like, I like hunting, fishing. Um, you know, I uh, mentioned uh, guns. So it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get along just fine. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, uh, a gun nut by any means, but, you know, I, I do own a few. And I do enjoy owning them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think after he took a look at my walls, I got all the cigar boxes on the walls and all that, and I think it was uh, pretty pretty obvious I wasn't bullshitting about, cigar. about anything. Yeah, <laughs> I was so. like, you ain't tell me you own a cigar shop, goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, we, we became fast friends, um, and... Uh, it's been it's been nice. Like I, yeah. Um, like I'm I'm not used to having uh, neighbors that have mutual interests, and you know, I mean, I I think I think we're about the same age. Uh, let's see, you got you got four kids. I'm four. about to have three. Yep. Um, Congratulations on that. Thank you, sir. New addition to the family. That's great. Yeah. Um, don't be like me and have two at one time. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> how, how old are the twins? So four. They'll be five uh, September 3rd. Okay. So, and Kenneth will be eight in October. Kelsey is two. And then we'll have the, so the kids aren't, kids aren't exactly uh, the same age, but close enough to where, you know, they, they should be able to get along. Oh, yeah. So. 
Yeah, Kenneth. Uh, he uh, he's in the basketball, right? He's a- yeah, he's so he's right now. He's like between basketball and soccer. Oh uh, yeah, soccer's a soccer's a good sport. I, I just was talking to somebody the other day about some of the, the sports that uh, a large crowd of people don't look into. You know, uh, baseball and yeah. soccer and course track and field, golf, tennis. Yeah. But uh, my daughter, she's she's willing to try. I mean, she's just like, I, you know, my, my oldest daughter, 12 years old, she's going for the gusto. She's like, I want to touch everything until I figure out what I want to do. Yeah. And I told her, I support you, you know, just whatever you get, you, whatever you commit to, you, you got to see it through. Yeah. That's my deal. You know, you can't stop within a, a month. You got to finish it until the end. Yep. Then, then whatever you decide to do after that, then so be it. But um, she really took a liking into tennis and soccer, and she's like, "Man, I, I that I can run up and down the court all day." I said, "Man, I wish I could. I don't think I can no more. <laughs> Maybe if you get a dog behind me." That's, yeah, we we <laughs> we took we took Kenny down to um, there's a little like a little uh, field with a few soccer nets up down the road. So we took him down there so he could kick the ball around a little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I tried, I tried running once and, uh, (laughs) you know, I did, I, you know, pretty much the, the full pitch, um, run down the full pitch and, uh, tried, tried kicking the ball in the net, but, uh, I went wide. And, uh, after that, it's like, all right, I'm, I'm going to be goalie for a little bit so I can just stand here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, ain't no more running, huh? No, man, not not for any distance, that's for sure. <laughs> uh I don't know, hope like I need I need to start doing some shit soon. Um actually uh I'm I'm not doing very good yet, but uh started a weight loss competition with my cousin and a couple of friends. And yeah. we've been at it for about a month and I haven't done shit. Yeah, got, yeah. Like, got like two months left. Uh, we, we we're basically going from uh, ninety days. Yeah, Memorial Day to Labor Day. Oh, okay. So okay. it's like, whose I, who's, whose idea was it to do a weight loss challenge in the middle of fucking <laughs> summer and barbecues, <laughs> right? And this all that endless supply of red meat. Yeah, all the all the summer beers. <laughs> um, Jeez, you know. But uh, I'll 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 get I'll get to work here pretty soon. But I mean, I've been saying that for. Forever. Four, four weeks now, so yeah. But uh, I mean, anybody out there that's that's in that situation, and I mean, uh, you hear this, and you got any ideas? We need them. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. do you motivate yourself? <laughs> Maybe that's another podcast, another topic. Yeah. How to motivate yourself when you when you uh, uh, when you have a dad bod? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in the summertime with red meat around. Yeah, exactly. When when everybody's doing all the fun stuff, you know. <laughs> but um, so Kenny likes basketball, soccer. That's great. That's great. Uh, what do you see him at on either one of them? Um, that's hard to say because he's he's all about being awesome at it, and like he in his own mind, mm-hmm. like. He does really cool shit, but he doesn't know that he's not actually doing anything. And like I tell him, it's like, bud, that's not—you're not actually doing anything. Like you're, yeah. 
you know, you're more or less you're being silly, you know, like trying to dribble the ball and he just kind of like smacks it around and this and that. And it's like, no, but like you, you have to like learn how to dribble. Like if you, if you listen and watch, you know, yeah. you, you have to learn how to do this stuff first. And like today we're messing around with the soccer ball and he's like, dad, do you know how to juggle? Mm-mm. I was like, what? Like, like <laughs> with, with like baseballs or something. And he's like, no, like with the soccer ball, like with your knees and this and that. I was like, no, bud. Like that takes that takes a lot of practice and like I've, yeah, I've never I've never fucked around with a soccer ball like that. So, um, but he he has it in his mind that either he's going to be great at something or he's just not going to do it. But yeah, he yeah. expects to be great right off the bat. That's um, a, that's like, a phenomenal characteristic to have. I mean, uh, as long as he could get it in his mind that he does have to practice to become great, you know, sure, there's there's natural phenoms from time to time, but yeah, I mean, I'm telling you that my kid ain't one of them, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe in something, but not in these. Uh, yeah. Can he can he get to that point? Sure, sure. Yeah. If he if he puts his mind to it and he practices, but uh, one good thing about him is like. Uh, he he listens to his coaches. Like when he played t-ball, and okay. when he tried football, like he listens to his coaches. He does what his coaches tell him to do. But then when we get home and I try to like practice with him, all that's out the window, and he just wants to do his own thing. It's like no, bud. Like I need you to. I need you to, you to listen to me. Like you're listening to your coach. You Same know? commitment. But it's weird how that works. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame him. I'm sure I was pretty much the same way. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, whatever, Dad. Yeah. You know? My four-year-old, my, my son, uh, my twin, um, he'll he'll beat me down when we in the house uh, yeah. about fishing. Fishing, fishing. He'll, he'll, man, he'll go through my whole tackle box, and I got to get cussed out by the wife because the, the lures got hooks in them, and... And I tell her, I say, no, you know, let him kind of learn it. You know, if he take a little sting, he'll be okay. As long as yeah. it's nothing too crazy, I, I kind of keep my eye on him. As long him, as it doesn't get down to the barb, he'll yeah, be yeah. all right. He's just fine. He'll, he'll <laughs> lesson learn. Yeah. So he'll 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 beat me down about it, and I say, you know, okay, I take him fishing, and the minute we get out there, not fishing, sticks and rocks in the water, and I'm like, yep. son, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I thought we were going fishing here, and he's like. All right, so I, he's getting to the point where I cast it out, give him the pole, he'll reel, and he he actually caught a bluegill, dropped the pole in the water, and <laughs> so I'm like, man, uh, you know, I call my dad and I say, man, you you won't believe he he caught a fish, he dropped the pole in the water. My dad's like, well, uh, did you did you leave the pole in the water? I say, no, I got the pole out of water. He was like, well, what happened to the fish? So he was still on there. It was a bluegill. He was like, well, you know, next step, teach him how to take it off. So I tried to teach him how to take it off. He got the, the bluegill barb to the finger. And yeah. Now I got to reset and do, <laughs> do that all over yep. again because now he's like, oh, I want to go fishing. I'm like, <laughs> come on, man. You can't give up now. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely understand, uh, you know, um, your son having uh, the mindset to be great—that's great. That's yeah. That's great. That's 
I mean, it's some kids that give up and switch, like flipping a page, you know. So if he wants to be great in whatever it is, by all means necessary, you know, keep it on him. Never know who that's going to turn into one day. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the flipping the page, I, you know, that's kind of where we're at mm-hmm. right now is because, you know, all right, he tried T-ball. So he played, he played baseball for two years, but then he decided that he wanted to play football instead. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to do both. And, uh, you know, he started football, and he, he didn't like it. Right. So... Uh, the the weird thing is that like he liked the he liked the exercise he liked the drills mm-hmm. more than anything else which I think is pretty bass backwards you know <laughs> yeah um, but uh, I, I I think he didn't like football because uh, different coaching style you know the coaches were were loud and yelled and you know this aggressive. and that yeah um, so he wasn't he wasn't ready for that or used to it but he wanted to quit and i told him, i said no but like you you wanted to play you want you signed up you made the commitment yeah so i said you know you gotta you gotta finish yeah you know yeah. um you know it's not like he he wasn't miserable he had fun when he was there um but um he just didn't like it right but i told him i said you know you you signed up for it, so you can't you can't desert your team. Yeah, you know you can't just leave your team, but you know just because you're not having a blast every time. Yeah, but I mean, the the, the weird thing is that like when he'd be out there, like you watch him, you can tell he's having fun. Mm-hmm. Like he's having fun messing around with all the other kids, and like you know, again, like he would listen to his coaches. He did what he was supposed to do on the field. Uh. You know, it just wasn't his favorite thing. Right. So, um, yeah. but that puts us where we're at now with he wants to try basketball and um, then he wants to try soccer. So, trying is always good. Yeah. Trying. I mean, let's stay optimistic here, parents. You know, yeah. dads, let's stay optimistic. I mean, it's good that uh, he's seen. Uh, something that he wanted to do at that particular time and it's good that you kept him on a straight and narrow path hey look we got to stay with this yeah very important even for grown men i didn't always enjoy driving a truck you know yeah it was hard in the beginning uh not being with your family knowing you got younger kids and it's like man you know you got so many worries because i'm so far away you know it's nothing that i can do if something happens, back. you can't really turn around and yeah. be back home in a half hour. Very stressful. Yeah. Very stressful. If 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 you're a caring dad like us, I mean, very stressful. You know, you worry it's hard to sleep. You know what I'm saying? You, you're driving throughout the day. You're just wondering. I'm a dedicated father. So, I mean, I didn't always want to do it. And, and had I not been taught to not give up, well, hey, look, you got to stick this through no matter what. Yeah. You know, I, I would have just said, you know, the trucking ain't for me. It's paid yep. off, you know. We've moved up in the ladder, you know, because of this career. Yeah. Thank God for that, <laughs> you know. So, 
I mean, that's great that you're teaching him that because whether you know it or not, somewhere later on in life, it'll repeat itself. Yeah. You know, and even, 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 you know, college or whatever, you know, you might get the call, hey, dad, look, I, now, nah, son, we got to stick this through. Yeah. Just a little bit longer. You know what I'm saying? So that's great. I mean, my daughter, she's 12 and she scraped her knee and some things and she did cheerleading, flipped and fell in front of the crowd. And and I just said, hey, look, get up. You yeah. Know? She's like, I don't know if I can. Yes, you can. So, you know, once she came back and committed, put a little bit more time into the gymnastics, she realized that fall changed her to where she became number one cheer on the team. Yeah. Even with the gymnastic part because it embarrassed her and hurt her so much that she thought, you know, man. Uh, I got to work harder so that this doesn't happen again. Yeah, this is so embarrassing. Yeah. You know, so many people, you know, you get the, oh, from the crowd. <laughs> And she's like, nah, Dad, I can't do that again. We got yeah. the cuss. She's like, I will never do it. I'm like, no, you can't say never. Yeah. You know, you can't say never. You got to, I mean, you got nerves. Uh, you got pressure. Yeah. You got to work through it. You got to get through it, you know. So now she's the number one cheer on the team, and they're, like, pulling her from this, this cheer team to this school to summer camp. They want her on the summer team, and now she's helping students that, was at where she was at and now she's like you know i went and watched her and i'm like man me and her mom we sat and talked and i said man i don't know if you could see it i could see a huge difference in it it's like she just was waiting on the pressure yeah she's like okay i'm up you know like oh i've been here before <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying so if you don't learn nothing from it you know what i'm saying uh you don't get nothing out of it yeah probably yeah. the best quote we can have you don't learn nothing from it, you don't get nothing out of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she's doing much, much better. But again, like what we, what, what we were just talking about here, teaching them not to give up. Yeah. 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 I expect her to bounce. I expect them to, hey, change. Yeah, that's fine. Maybe this might not be for you, even though you like it. You know, some people will be willing to play something, golf, football, basketball, that they love so much that they're willing to take the back seat. Yeah. And what I'm what I mean by the back seat is I'm willing to be a coach. I'm willing to be a a, a fitness trainer, you know, uh the person that's dealing with the camera. I just want to be in the, in the, in in the area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love it that much. I want to I want to be involved. I want to be involved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that plays a role too. Oh yeah. I mean shit, it's, it's it's some football coaches, I mean, uh that's getting millions. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, another thing I teach my kids is it's never about the money. Uh, you know, my dad always taught us uh, the money will come. You know what I'm saying? If you dedicate yourself to it, the money will come. But if you worry about the money before, then you won't enjoy yourself. You'll kind of miss it. It'll be like a job. I and mean, let's be honest, a job sometimes get frustrating as hell. Yeah. So I teach my daughter and she's. You know, uh, my oldest son, he loves the basketball, so we're going to have to let them play one day. And uh, he loves the basketball, but he, you know, he had this moments where he was just like, man, that the kids are a little bit bigger, they're a little bit more advanced. And I'm like, they're doing stuff that you're not doing. See, when, when 
you come home, you want to do this, do that, run with mom, go with grandma. Yeah. They stand dedicated on the rim. Only difference. Once he realized that, his whole mind changed. He got much better, and he's seen that. And he dug a lot deeper. So yeah. now he's one of the star players on the team. But they're both the oldest two. Is, they both seeing it now. Yeah. And I'm glad they can get it at, you know, 12, 13. They're saying, oh, man. So it's going to stick with them. I don't have to too much sell them nothing. You know, they bring it to me. It's financially costing me more money. Yeah. Because <laughs> camps, is, camps is not cheap. Yeah. So it's like, man, Jesus, I got a job outside of the job. Now I dedicated myself to have to be up seven thirty in the morning to drive to go get out there by nine o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> so that's yeah. We'll see how that goes once he uh, once he makes up his mind and sticks with something and goes a little deeper. Like, yeah, I'm not not looking forward to the uh, <laughs> uh, all the extracurriculars that go along with it for me. Like, you know, yeah like to be involved but at the same time like if i get off on midnights and he's got to be at practice at eight o'clock in the morning i'm gonna be dragging ass you know <laughs> oh, that's um, the best part come on come yeah. on <laughs> yeah how many of us party oh yeah oh that's man <laughs> was it uh, last last saturday when i had when i had the guys over for the ufc fights um I that's that was Saturday night. I had to work Sunday morning, uh, and I think I finally got to bed about like two thirty, close to three o'clock. And Jeez. next thing I know, uh, my wife's waking me up. It's like what? It's like at six thirty. It's like yeah. She's like, you got to go to work, dummy. It's like oh shit. <laughs> like I'm supposed to relieve the guy that. <laughs> that gets off ahead of me at 6.30, you know. Oh, jeez. So I hurried up. I got in the car. Look, like, luckily, I, you know, I'm 11 minutes down the road from work. Oh, so that's great. Um, but I, I called him, and I was like, dude, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm on my way. I said, I'll be there, but I ain't going to be on time. Like, you know, um, so, like, he knew. And, like, they, they, were, they were running fine, so he was able to to at least leave the area and like start heading back to the locker room like i called him i was like you know yeah i just i'm i'm in the gate you know i'm hitting the locker room and i'll, I'll be down there you know but um that's great yeah, you know yeah. so yeah i mean i i still have those days from from time to time i imagine you know. doing it i overdo it i overdo it every now and again and yeah Oh man, it it sucks. Oh, it sucks big time. Yeah, I, mean, I put myself in that situation a, a time or two, maybe too many. Yeah, <laughs> and I pay for it, and I got to pull over and take a two-hour nap. Yeah, thank God for the beers and the semis. And I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> why would I do this? This is so stupid. Yeah, you know, I, you know, you you get to the point where <clears throat> you realize, man. What time am I going to set this alarm? Because I, yep. I don't want to see in four hours and in, in 21 minutes is going to go off. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. So in some cases, you know, I had to 
make a grown man decision and just say, Shit, I know it's going to suck, but I'm going to just keep driving now. Yeah. I'm already up. <laughs> well, I did that uh, actually last year uh, for our Cigar Palooza trip. Um, it was down in Arkansas. Ooh. And I drove down there. Um, and the last night, uh, Saturday night, uh, you know, everything, everything's done. Like everyone's going to bed, getting the shit ready so that I don't have to worry about it in the morning. But like the Bears Packers were playing that Sunday, uh, Sunday night. No, but my son is. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so Kenny likes Uh-oh. Green Bay, and I'm pretty sure it's just because his old man likes the Bears. Oh, you know? man. But um, so I, I, I promised him that I'd be home for the game that night. And, uh, you know, like I said, so Saturday night, like I'm getting everything ready so that I could wake up and just hit the road. And, you know, made made that game time grown man decision is uh i think it was about 2 30 and i finished getting everything in the car mm-hmm. it's like all right i'm i'm gonna hit the road now yeah, you know yeah uh you know kind of sucks that i kind of did the 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 full-fledged irish goodbye to to all the guys that were there you know yeah. like leaving in the middle of the night and not saying goodbye <laughs> um but man. you know I, I you know obviously i talked to them all the next day let him know why when and why i left but you know i'm i'm sitting there thinking about it it's like you know it's 2 30 it's like if i fall asleep i'm gonna wake up all the other guys are gonna be up we're gonna get the bullshitting i'm gonna end up pushing it off pushing it off pushing it off and i'm gonna end up cutting it real close or just completely missing the football game with my son oh yeah so it's like you know what fucking i'm i'm heading out so oh. i Got in the car and I took off. I got about 45 minutes down the road and the first rest area came up. It's like, all right, pull off. Mm. Slept for like two hours in the rest area. Um, Maybe three, I I don't remember. But, um, you know, that way I didn't let myself have the opportunity to wake up with everybody else, get to bullshit and lose track of time. Get stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Get away so, like, from the I temptation. Got, yeah, I got a few hours at the rest area, and when I woke up, I hit the road, and, you know, I, I think I got home. Traffic sucked in a couple of spots. Um, yeah. So that, that put me back quite a bit. But I think I got home a half hour, 45 minutes before the game started. Wow. So, That's like, I would, even, though I, even, though, I pulled, even <laughs> though I pulled that move leaving in the middle of the night, like, I still... I still cut it pretty close to yeah. uh, to, ma- to making it back in time for kickoff. So, yeah. Listen, but, uh, don't ever do that for a Packers fan again. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's uh, you know, I've I've had I've had friends and uh, like my dad, like, oh, why'd you let him become a Packers fan? It's like I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna force my kid to like a team just because I don't like. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it's, uh, it's like don't I guess the, the early the early <laughs> rebellion phase. You know, um, besides, like it'll be it'll be fun. Like if he stays interested in football, it'll be yeah. fun. 
throughout the years giving each other shit about the other team. You Especially know. Uh, <clears throat> for any of you, if, if you're a Bears fan, uh, Especially for this season, cause we we are man we are chewing nails. We so man we scratching at the door. We want them to start playing right now. Yeah, yeah. Cause uh, uh, I'm sure y'all heard, but Aaron Rodgers is gone. Yeah, yeah. So now it's like, what are they gonna do? We will see. Yep. Feels looking good. He's so, at 100. percent So I think we got a we got a shot at the title here. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> as far as Green Bay. <laughs> what was it the? day after the Super Bowl or some shit. Like I put I put ten bucks on the Bears to win the Super Bowl. And I was um so if if they end, if the Bears end up winning the Super Bowl, I'm gonna get six hundred bucks off my ten. Oh, so, that's not bad. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty pretty good investment like, to me. Sorry to throw a little sprinkle on a on a long shot, you know. Yeah. But um I would have won for the gusto. Let me get six thousand I'm putting a hundred dollars on Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, yeah, we we we'll see this season. I mean, it's gonna be a good season. Definitely a Bears fan. Oh, did I tell you that? Uh, I think I did. I talk to you and tell you I went to the Sox game. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah sweet and everything. It was pretty nice. Yeah, your your brother yeah. threw out the first pitch. Yep. So I mean, double ass whooping yeah. <laughs> that we took the Sox. I couldn't believe it. I mean, there was nothing else better to do besides enjoy ourselves and get drunk. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I mean, <clears throat> um, of course, like you say, my brother threw out the first pitch. Um, uh, most people won't know. You know, uh, my little brother plays Big Ten football for the Minnesota Gophers, uh, starting wide right receiver. This should be his last season. Uh, this should be it. <clears throat> Hopefully he stays healthy. Yeah. He hurt himself uh, last season, was out for the, the whole season, so – we gonna see um, how this goes. Maybe we can get you know get a chance to catch a couple games. Yeah. When he on the big stage, of course. Hopefully we can smoke cigars because I was stressed out. I couldn't smoke in the in the suite. They yeah. Were like, Absolutely not. <laughs> we don't care how much liquor y'all buy, but there yeah. will be will not be no smoke in here. So I'm like, sheesh. So, yeah. Um, the Bears. Um, we don't want to hear anything about our bears, so don't, don't come pouring in with your comments. And... No, that's I mean, uh, I, I don't know if I've talked about it on the show or not, but uh, like I personally like this is this is the last year that I'm giving the bears a chance to like get their shit together. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, before you convert over. Yeah, well, that's I mean, I'm I'm a Burroughs fan. Uh, ever since he won the fucking the bowl with the LSU and he lit up that cigar. It's like, I like this guy, you know, and watching him play. It's like, all right, the guy could play, you know, cause I, I'm not into college ball. Uh, my dad is. Yeah. So it was a big deal. You know, when, when L and he's an LSU fan. Oh, so, okay. um, uh, so it was a big deal when LSU won. Yeah. Um, shots out to LSU. Congrats on that victory. That was yeah. that was a shocker. That but, was uh, pretty good. But yeah, so watching watching Burrow play with Cincinnati, um, it's like all right. You know, I, mean, I, Bengals, I like Burrows. The Bengals know, looked I, good. It's uh, I might have to I might have to go over to the Bengals. Yeah, uh, but like, <laughs> and when when I say this is the last season, I'm giving the Bears to get their shit together. I don't mean. 
if the Bears don't go to the Super Bowl, I'm done with them. But, like, right now they have everything they need to improve. To improve. I'm looking for improvement. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, to become a contender, you know, at least make the playoffs. Yeah, somebody. I mean, um, we, we definitely had a chance, <coughs> and then uh, it just went south. Yeah, but if they if they end up pissing this opportunity away, I'm I'm done. Like yeah. so, I've I never bought a a jersey until last year. I've ne- yeah, like I've I've won a few. Not even an Urlacher. No. What the no. hell? Well, like I mean, uh, for the most part, <clears throat> I mean those things are fucking expensive. Yeah. So for the most part, like I was never really in the position with that disposable income to to buy a shirt that I'm going to wear once a week. I mean, you if got, that, you, you know. Got, you got to know that they're expensive, though. I mean, oh, look, yeah. look at how much some of the players are getting. Oh, yeah. So you know the jersey yeah. is going to be outrageous. But, um, yeah. The first jersey I ever bought was last year, and it was a fucking Burroughs jersey. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. This now, is... I've, got, I've got a few Bears jerseys, mm-hmm. but... I'm 100% positive they're knockoffs, and I won them all. Uh, a bar that I used to work at. Oh yeah. Uh, when I when I worked at Whole Foods, um, on my days off, I worked at a bar down the street, just bar back, and it was okay. easy money, free yeah. drinks. Yeah, yeah. And best you know, part I, of it, free I drinks. I was, <laughs> I was, uh, I was newly single, um, so. It's like something to do with my time. And yeah. uh, they had a skee-ball machine. And the skee-ball machine, if you got over 400, you uh, you know, put your name on the, on the tab board. There's like 100 spots. And mm. for every anyone who scored over 400 on skee-ball, put their name on the tab board. After the tab board was full, they pull the tab. And whoever's name is in that spot wins a jersey that they got you know, oh, pretty cool yeah they were getting they were getting jerseys from somebody i don't know yeah, but, yeah pretty um, cool so i end up with like three or four free jerseys yeah. so i mean that's another reason why you know never bought any uh yeah. because once i once i did have a little bit of disposable <clears throat> income i was i was getting them for free so yeah those jerseys they i mean they they get pretty expensive as far as any uh, the apparel, um, especially like um, if they if they going somewhere, yeah, because they always find a way to make some type of custom jersey. Oh yeah, it's a limited edition. Yep. And well, that's why they have the throwbacks every year, and then uh, you know, oh well, we got the we got the uh, European jersey now. We got the Mexico jersey now. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. The commemorative, yeah. you know. Yeah. I don't know if they're commemorative or not, but. Look into those sports, yeah. I mean, so, like you said, uh, uh, <clears throat> he lit up a cigar. Uh, I just was showing you, um, what is it called? Uh, what we got? Uh, spirit. What was it? Uh, cigar, cigars and cigars spirits. Cigars and spirits. Mike Tyson. Yeah. Uh, he got a magazine coming out. Um, you know, it's it's. You don't know how many people try it. Oh yeah. But I'll tell you this, I've I've had so many people that in a situation, right? Uh, you know, something good is happening. 
I'm smoking a cigar and somebody comes along and and I and I save my best three for for last. And somebody comes along and is like, oh, can I get one? And I'm like, do you do you smoke? <laughs> this is personal here. Do you smoke? Because <clears throat> I look forward to my cigars like. So I mean, for anybody that's out there, if you if 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 you're gonna you know ask somebody for a cigar, please make sure you smoke, because the last thing we want to see is our cigar on the ground, halfway smoked or not even knocked it. Then you didn't even get to the fifth third. Well, that's that's why <laughs> that's why you always have a muchador on hand. <laughs> hey, you go go to your local cigar <laughs> cigar lounge and ask for a muchador. I think they're like what three ninety nine. Oh no, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> like, I got I got cigars in my humidor that okay. are for people that don't smoke. Yeah. You know, enjoying it. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten so many people that's that's asked me like, "Hey, can I get the smoke? You got an extra one?" And I'm like, "Hey, look, okay, no problem, but you got to understand like this is personal to me." You got to finish it. And so I tell them, I always trap people into, I say, hey, look, if I'm going to give you a stick, we got to smoke it together right here, right now. Ain't no getting away. <laughs> Ain't no getting away with throwing it in the yeah. closet. And no, you got to show me that you're going to smoke it. Because no, the things that's... you ask for, you will receive. But So, like, when I, when I, have, when I know I'm going to have a group of people over and I know – probably half of them don't mm-hmm. smoke on a regular basis or I'm going to have the people that you know oh yeah let me let me try one uh generally if I'm going to have a bunch of people over I'll go buy a box of uh Fuente Chateaus you know it's not it's not garbage mm. and it's cost effective yeah yeah it's not and a it's state. uh it's an easy starting point for somebody who hasn't tried one right and for the for the casual smokers they're not going to complain because it's not garbage yeah yeah. um i mean can we look at it like uh fishing reels and rods for for anybody's fishing right uh like even today uh we fishing right and i just went and bought a shimano uh stratic and three thousand and i and i ended up getting us uh i paired it with a saint croix I knew it was a Cadillac of reels. You know, you put the perfect line in the cast. And so my wife, you know, I'm giving them the ugly sticks and the, you know, cheaper. Shouts out to ugly stick, too. I'm not bashing <laughs> you because, man, I'll pick up ugly stick in a minute. It it, it it don't really matter. But for fishermen, you kind of give them where I'm going with this. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, we bank fishing, so I need them to kind of get out there or whatever, have fun. And so my wife casts, and I look over, and I see a... a, a you know, splashing the water this way. I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I look over and she's looking at me. I'm like, you just threw that? She's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that was a good cast. She's <laughs> like, man, this is way smoother. So I'm saying that to say this. The cigars is kind of like that, you know, that combo, that real. It takes a while. And you know, you get what I'm, you know, Brian, get what I'm getting at here. Yeah. It takes a while to get. To what you like, uh, variety is always good, but it's gonna be a few sticks that stick with you. You know, it's, it's so much that you gotta learn here with cigars. It's not just pick one up 
and smoke whatever you see. Uh, no, no, it doesn't work like that. I mean, you got to really get into it to understand what pairs with your body, your mind at that moment, at that particular time. I can say I got a few favorites, but I might not smoke those favorites for that day Yeah, based on how I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? So you get into you get it for for anybody that's getting into the cigars that may hear this uh once you post this take your time find out what works for you i mean get advice from other people but you don't have to lean towards where they're leaning to they might have been smoking for a while and that's what that that what that's what works for them might not work for you same thing with that fishing reel some people don't like bait casters yeah some people like open face. Wouldn't you even know some people even like Zeb Coles? <laughs> My dad is Zeb Cole yeah. crazy. And he will not, man, this dude will argue with you tooth and nail about the Zeb Cole. I'm like, Pops, come on. <laughs> I mean, the man is notorious for putting braided line on a Zeb Cole. Wow. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, it works every time. He catch fish. <laughs> he catch fish. I'm yeah. sitting. My dad is like. 16 and old man they get me every time with that zipco <laughs> and, and and it's like a garage sale zipco at that i'm like where did you get like how do you even use this it's got buttons on it and i didn't even know if zipco's had oh yeah yeah so it 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 takes a while to get into the groove of cigars don't rush it don't do what other people do don't do it because you think it's cool cigars like a meditation yeah you gotta pair with it I'd appreciate it very um, much so but that's i mean at the same time like always trying new shit like um yeah you could have the the fallbacks the regulars uh but i mean there's so much that comes out damn near every day yeah you yeah. know yeah uh it doesn't hurt to pick up a five pack try them out and yeah you know maybe find your new favorite cigar you know. Collect and start collecting. Yeah, well, do like I did. You know, I bought that box of stuff you had, but uh, Aroma Crafts, correct? Yeah, you bought a box of Aroma Crafts. I bought the box of Sterlings. Uh, you, you get into buying the boxes. Another big thing, guys, for people that's just starting this cigar thing out, I'm gonna tell you something right here, right now. It is not cheap. No, <laughs> it is not cheap. If you're going to turn into smoking cigars, it's going to make you earn it. It is not cheap at all. So that's another reason you don't want to waste it because yeah. some of these sticks, they get up there. Oh, yeah. Some of them are hard to find. Uh, it's like a good bottle of brandy, a good bottle of whiskey. Pretty expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and, and But, I mean, so like, like Roma Craft. Roma Craft's a solid buy. Like, I mean, if uh, oh, yeah. if that if that's in your wheelhouse as far as taste and strength goes, um, you know, Roma Craft doesn't doesn't beat your wallet. Nope. Um, great stick, by the way. Very great stick. Yeah, uh, Brian the, introduced me a, to Roma Crafts. I've uh, always seen it, but I never I tasted a, one. A box of Mode Five Cro Magnon oh, Mode yeah. Fives, um, but I like the. The, the the brand doesn't put out expensive cigars. Like, yeah, they'll have mm. special cigars from time to time. Like, they do their craft every year. Yeah. <clears throat> a couple other, like, limited releases or whatever. But even then, 
you know, they they don't charge a lot ridiculous amounts like like some like I mean Saka's known for for very expensive cigars and you listen to uh Skip Martin talk about price and quality and then you listen to Steve Saka talk price and quality mm-hmm. and um Saka knows that some of his cigars are fucking ridiculously priced. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's got the unicorn that's a hundred dollars a stick. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um uh, and 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 others but uh you know that that's always going to be a great debate in the uh cigar world mm. uh but that's one thing i give give to roma craft is that you know some of the some of the best cigars you could smoke and mm. he doesn't overcharge you for them yeah you know and that's that's a beautiful thing in the boutique world for sure well, let's talk about that um you get into what but we, me and you might look at it as what collecting. Um, if you were to buy a hundred dollar cigar, that's that's not nothing. I'm assuming that's not nothing. You just gonna jump right on. That's gonna uh, take depends. time. It depends. Depends. If that's if that's what I'm, you know, if I'm if I'm at uh, if I'm at the shop and I see one, it's like you know what I I kind of want one of those right now. I'm gonna smoke it right then and there. You know. My thing is, I think. If I see something like that, me personally, maybe two, because I might, I might do just like you're saying. I might, sm- yeah. Right then and there, I might smoke one. I mean, let's let's be real here. I ain't gonna just buy one, uh, just to kind of say I'm gonna go hop in the truck and I'm driving. Yeah. I'm sitting like this or something, and you know we having fun. Yeah. Hey, I I go to the shop. I might have some at the house. Yeah. But I, you know I go. Seek something different just to try it, but I might get two. Yeah, because it's been so many times, man. I went in there and say, I'll be back in a week or so to get that cigar. I come back, and somebody bought the whole box, and like, yeah. man, one guy smoked it, he came back, cashed us out. Oh, that's I mean, we ain't getting ha- it no more. That happens all the time <laughs> with, with stuff like that. So, yeah, $100 stick though, Shoo. yeah, that's up there. You got to really enjoy that. Yeah. I'm gonna smoke that all the way down to my finger burn. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, that's uh, you know, I'm not I'm not one for the the special occasion title for cigars. Mm. Um, yeah. that's uh one of one of my other cigar buddies, uh, Bruce, was the first person that I heard it from. Mm-hmm. But you could die tomorrow. That's, yeah, true. That's, that special occasion cigar could end up you turning the dust in the garbage can because you, you never, you never got it. around to smoking it. True. Um, so like, you know, you could you could turn you could turn a shitty day into a good day. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got you got something <clears throat> special in there. You know what? Today fucking sucks. I'm gonna treat myself. Yeah. And then come out to the garage light up that special occasion air quote special occasion cigar yeah. on a shitty day and you're going to turn it around you know yeah. I, I mean it ain't going to fucking fix everything no. but you'll you'll have that, that hour moment. and a half two hours of of you know meditative bliss yeah yeah uh as long as you play your cards right anyway or Sometimes or, or you could just piss, piss yourself off even more and just you know delve on or dwell on uh you know what's what's making the day shitty, but if you use it if you use it as a tool to fucking relax, and 
escape. Yeah. You turn that shitty day into a fucking good day. Yeah. You know, that shitty day's in the past now. The shitty part of the day is over. It's over with, yeah. Now, now we're on to the positive part of the day. Yeah, yeah, big you time, know? big time, big time. For most people that's coming out, take your time, ask questions, get an understanding of it. Don't Fig- let anybody tell you that what you're smoking is garbage. Yeah, no. Smoke what you like. Don't let people fucking... If, if you got... If you got the fucking high life taste buds and the fucking, you know, um, champagne money. Yeah. Like, it, hey, if, if you enjoy the cheap stuff, enjoy the fact that you enjoy the cheap stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, there ain't nothing wrong with that. That's, I don't look down on anybody who smokes anything. Like, hey, you enjoying it? It's all yeah. the fucking matters. So, same, same difference, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if I'm drinking Budweiser. You drink a Heineken. Yeah. Might take you four, might take me sixteen, but we get the same buzz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we get the same buzz. I mean, do your research, guys. Anybody do do research though. It's just like anything else in life. Before you jump out there, make sure you do research. You know, don't don't go get something that you're gonna regret. You know, uh don't come through the door trying to buy a box. Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mean Five pack is the best way to go, if you're trying something new. Mm-hmm. A variety five pack, you think? No, no. I'm saying like just a five pack of single cigar. This, this cigar that you that you want to try. Yeah. You know, like, uh, say so you walked in, and you bought five of those uh, Roma Craft. Mm-hmm. I got two maybe, today. Maybe, maybe the first one was rolled bad. Right, you know, right, right. And you got the second one to try. You, you know, you could. You know, you can make sure. Yeah. Make sure. You know what? Yeah. The first one kind of smoked like shit. It's a handmade product that's going to happen from time to time. Let's give it another shot. And then the next four smoke perfectly and not a problem. Fucking tasty. Uh, You know. Do you think a a lot of it got to do with, uh, like you said, a bad day? How your day is going? uh, As far as enjoyment? Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, mindset. Yeah, okay. Yeah, your your mindset's going to play huge role. Effect. I mean, that's why that's why your favorite cigar could change from day to day. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like I could have, uh, yeah, you know what, this is this is my favorite. Uh, that's my favorite. The, uh, but, you know, today I kind of feel like this would go better. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm in yeah. the mood for this. So today yeah. that's my favorite. And pairing yeah. it with. But yeah, but uh, some type of whiskey or bourbon. Yeah, yeah, based off how it's going. Yeah, I I think that um, I jumped out, um, but the mindset like I want to do it because maybe it's cool. You know, I seen other people doing. It. I tried it. And I liked. It. I got hooked. And yeah, I might have tried a certain one. But then I started realizing, okay, it's quality in every other cigar. You know, I used to be like, man, I'm only, I'm only Cohiba, Cohiba, Cohiba. Yeah. And then I started getting into, you know, uh, Davidoff's and Roma Crafts and CAOs. And I'm like, hold on, man, it ain't just one cigar here. I mean, it's it's a couple of different kinds. It's got some quality smoke. That's I, I love it when somebody tells me, like, oh, I only smoke Cubans. Because <laughs> for one... Uh, if you only smoke Cubans, chances are, um, you know, unless you got 
Michael unless, Jordan unless, money. Un, un, <laughs> unless you've got a solid uh, source, right? And I mean, you don't you don't necessarily need deep pockets to smoke only Cubans, mm. but uh, anybody who says, "Oh yeah, I only smoke," I only smoke Cuban Cohibas, you know. It's like, yeah, I, I know where you work. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, for one, you know, first off, it's like, all right, yeah, you're probably not smoking real shit. I'm not authentic and Cuban. For yeah. two, if you are, like, I, I mean, I take that as a challenge. Like, oh, you only, you only smoke Cubans. I bet I could change your fucking mind. Yeah, yeah. There's so much out there. Yeah. There's some, like, um, Dominican. So, so like, I'm, t- I'm taking. I'm taking uh, um, my buddy Drew. I'm taking him for a fucking lesson now, because he uh, he's all about um, like mainline brands, and I gave him so like he he did uh he did some work for me with some cards. Uh, I gave him a box of cards to organize and and comp, find prices for him, and all that. That's pretty redundant, repetitive, fucking garbage, mindless. Well, not mindless, but uh, just tedious work. And Drew likes that type of shit, from what I could tell. Like, he he likes to keep his mind... Occupied. Yeah. Um, But I told him, I said, I'll pay you in cigars. Now, he's he's freshly 21. So he's he's getting into cigars. He's... And... um, until I say, I'm going to open your fucking eyes. And so, like, after he finished uh, with the cards, he was over here uh, to watch the UFC one night. Or no, we, me and uh, me and John, so my, my co-host for the card show is John, and Drew is John's nephew. And Drew was over here to kind of hang out and kind of help us out if we needed anything during the card show. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I gave him a... Uh, Cuban Monty, mm. and he didn't know it was Cuban at first because he didn't look at the fucking the band. Mm. And he's, I don't know, he's probably about an inch into it, and he's he looks he's like Brian. What? This is like the best cigar I've ever had. Mm. It's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, man. Like what? Like I, you know, where where do I get these? <laughs> Cuba. Yeah, right. he, he looked, he's like, oh, no shit. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, no wonder it's so good. I was like, ah. Yeah, yeah that's that's a good Cuban cigar right there. Right. But, like, not, like, just because it's Cuban doesn't mean it's the, you it's know, it's going to be the, the, yeah. the be-all, end-all. Yeah. But, so, uh, every once in a while I have him doing, like, I, I got another project for him coming up with cards. Um. Cause I told him, I said, you know, yeah, you ever do any work with the cards? I'll I'll pay you in cigars. He's like, oh yeah, that's that's awesome. I, you know, I'll do that. Um, but the kid's brilliant. Uh, he's in an internship right now as an engineer, but he's got he's got a lot he's got a lot of fucking smarts. He's a smart kid. Mm. He's gonna go far. Uh, but like I said, I'm gonna school him with the cigars. Yeah, and like I so I've been. I've been giving them Roma Craft. I've been giving them JSK and, JSK you know, Christy. stuff like that. And it's like, look, there, there's a whole other world out there than, yeah. than um, 
you know, uh, domestic Monty, domestic Cohiba, domestic everything. Uh, even, you know, yeah, Cubans are great. They're great. Yeah. But uh, there's a whole lot of other yeah. flavor profiles out there that you could get your hands on from everywhere else. Oh, you know, is. so it's like I said, like I'm, it's 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 a personal challenge of mine to just, you know, if anything else, just broaden horizons. Yeah. You know, don't don't lock yourself into, I only smoke Cubans. Yeah. Because man, is there so much more out there? Yeah. I right? mean, it's kind of like a, it's, uh, a real advocate cigar smoker will be able to pick you off right away. That's like. That's not the first thing you say to nobody that smokes cigars. Yeah. I only smoke Cuban. And you're like, yeah, you ain't been around a block yet. Well, that's I got a guy <laughs> at work that told me that. Uh, what was it like? I, you know, he he mentioned he smoked cigars. I was like, oh, what do you smoke? He's like, oh, I only smoke Cubans. Mm. I was like, I started laughing. I said, like, oh yeah. He's like, yeah, I got a buddy who's in. He's he's special forces, and whenever he's overseas, he he sends me a box. I say. Bullshit. Yeah, that that's not how that works. Yeah, <laughs> that's not how that works, guys. I'm not at all. Not even close. No. I mean, Cubans are not a real authentic Cuban. Is not easily easily accessible. Well, like it was. I mean, they they are. If you if you know where to look, uh, if you know, like I said, if if you got the right sources, they're 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 pretty easy to come by. Yeah. I mean, but if you got that source, yeah. That's got to be a special source there. Yeah. That but, ain't just no. But as soon as he went into, yeah, my buddy's in special forces and da-da-da-da-da. Ah, fuck out of here with that bullshit. So do no. you sit there and watch him hand roll off? Yeah. No. <laughs> Ban them all up. So. I mean, if you think about, uh, if we take this back to when they put that ban on it before it was uplifted, uh that's that's when i think uh everything else had a chance to step up uh dominican really came through i mean dominican was always there but the shined so like the the thing with i mean cuban tobacco is cuban tobacco and yeah you have different regions of cuba that produce you know different you know different soils and whatnot Yeah, yeah, yeah so you're gonna get a little bit of flavor change in the cuban tobacco but you got cuban tobacco with cuban tobacco with cuban tobacco you're kind of limited in the in the variety of flavors that you could you could put together yeah whereas if you blend a nicaraguan with a dominican with a pennsylvania you know you're going to end up with something completely different yeah, yeah you know so i mean you have you have all these different regions that you could blend together and that that's where that's where a lot of the you know a lot of the boutique stuff shines you know because they're 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 trying different things and it, and it's not just well some of them are just marketing bullshit but a, a lot of the good boutiques you know they're for one most boutiques start off with somebody who loves cigars mm-hmm. and they end up creating a cigar that they like to smoke and it just so happens that other people like to smoke it too yeah. oh shit let me run with this yeah, yeah. you know like 707s or whatever uh what, what 708s yeah. excuse me 708s but that's i mean 
so Risty from JSK. Um, JSK started because Risty was uh, an avid cigar enthusiast, mm-hmm. and he went down and made his own blend. Like, yeah, this is this is what I like to smoke. Um, I th- I think I think he said that he started with five thousand cigars, and he would pass a couple out, and other people really liked them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how JSK started. Yeah. And now JSK is, um, you know, uh, definitely definitely turning heads in the industry one way or the other. Oh yeah. Uh, because he's, uh, you know, controversial with with some of his methods. Uh, because like he's, you know, he introduced uh, like a legit. Uh, CBD and THC lines of infused cigars. Um, oh, THC. Yeah, man, that's but uh, that's impressive. I never, I, I didn't know that. I didn't but, know uh, went that far with it. Like the, you know the, like it's not just something that's fucking laced with CBD oil or you know anything like the 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 infusion process that he uses. Like it's. Uh, as far as I know, like it's his own. Like he owns a patent on it, right. you know, on on the process that he uses. But um, you know, a lot of a lot of the a lot of the talking heads in the cigar industry mm. don't like it because, like, oh, this you know, we don't need that. Uh, he came out with a cigar called "Fuck the FDA" when the FDA started fucking around with the cigar industry and yeah, yeah. Um, uh, really financially fucking. Screwing everyone it. yeah uh, screwing it big time but um you know he came out that that's one of his best cigars too the the fuck the fda yeah. um but uh so yeah he a, a lot of people in the industry don't like him but he's got he's got his following and he they growing all the time so you got to believe that um <clears throat> once they put that ban on cuba What's it, what what was it? Uh, President, what was it? JFK? Yeah, it was Kennedy. Kennedy, right? Um, so when they put that ban on Cuba, you have to believe that when Dominican stepped up and kind of took it over, you got to believe that that some of that some of the experience was Cuba. Oh yeah, it, it, you got to believe that it was some of the some of the talent. That went over there and say, "Hey, look!" Oh yeah, a lot of a lot of Cubans went to the Dominican. They went to, you know, other other so places. So you got you got to give uh, the credit a, to Cuba, no matter to, what. Uh, it's like uh, Tampa, Cigar City. Oh yeah. Um, that's why the cigar culture is so big there. Miami. Yeah. Oh man, Miami. But, so. With that experience. Uh, they got to find a way to make a living because, I mean, let's let's be honest, you know, coffee beans and cu- <laughs> Cubans was they were a living, you know. So those cigars, they go to Dominican. And one thing you look into that that Nicaragua leaf that like you were saying, when, when you start switching that up, that leaf that that uh, the Nicaragua that that really stepped up and shined mm-hmm. and. And I, and I, me personally, I give the credit, a lot of that credit to Cuba. 
those guys branched out. They helped out. Closest thing they can get to it. Dominican had the closest thing to home, and they made it shine. Only thing is, it wasn't a band. So that's thank God for that, because who knows what we'd be smoking right now. Yeah. <laughs> if they stayed, if, if, if they banned Dominican, we, we'd probably be in trouble. We'd probably be smoking Newport 100s. <laughs> <laughs> In 664. <laughs> so, I just... Have you ever heard of a flathead? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The lighter... Yeah, this lighter. Yeah. Okay. It's a flathead, flathead. lighter. Okay. <laughs> it's Those? a motorcycle tank. Oh, okay. That's the shape of it. <clears throat> so, I got a guy that had... <clears throat> he got quite a few... Uh, quite a few flatheads, and he's big on them. He loves them. And, I mean, this guy's older guy, been smoking 30 years. I don't know why he, he got stuck on flatheads, but he loved them. So he, he goes around and he seeks the flathead. He went on some. he was telling me earlier, um, he went on some type of adventurous tour seeking flatheads, and uh, they reached out to him. I guess his name got out there, and now... He's partnered with him, and he's he's part owner in Gold Gold Leaf and Golden Leaf and Chesterton. Oh, okay. And man, this guy's flathead crazy, and he's like, man, I could tell you in and out about flatheads, and he's got videos and pictures with the you know the owners, and yeah, they love him to death. And I said, man, uh, how did you get to that point? You know, where you just uh, just got stuck on flathead. He said, that was a cigar that I had when I got married, when I got divorced, when I lost my mom, I lost my dad, when I had a stroke. I said, when you had a stroke? He said, yeah, I had a stroke. Uh, I stressed out real bad. When I got divorced, uh, you know, I lost my mom and my dad. And they put me in an area I couldn't get out of. And he said he had uh, all types of cigars. And for some reason... He was riding late to work, and he's like, man, I forgot my cigars. I need them. I need them. And he's like, uh, he had a decision to make. Either, you know, go home, try to get a cigar, lose his job, add more stress, or check the glove box. He said, check the glove box, and a flathead fell out. (laughs) And he said, man, he said, I'll be damned, you know. I've been smoking these things for weeks. He said, for some reason, his cigar always seems to show up. And he said he got hooked on it and yeah. he just stayed with him. And he's like, man, I, I, I smoke other stuff, but he said, you're going to always catch me. If you catch me, you're going to always catch me with a flathead. And I'm like, oh, man, that's, I guess I ain't think of it like that. You yeah. know, like we was just saying, I've smoked different cigars and situations in my life, you know, ups and downs and. Happy times, bad times. So it's like, man, uh, I can't say that I can say st- stuck to one. Yeah, it's just I like the variety, depending on how how the how the situation is going, what it is. Um, there's certain kinds I like. One thing I can say is I really enjoy uh, Maduro's full bodies. Yeah, I really like full body cigars, yeah. and and I got to give credit to. A lot of other makers, man. Like you, you know, it's 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 real good uh, that they they kind of keep that variety. 
Sometimes I get stressed out. I go in there. Like, I went in there today to tobacco. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, man, they got so much. Oh, yeah. And my, my yeah, wife's like. Land? Yeah, yeah, my wife's like, we just came from Golden Leaf. Don't get crazy. <laughs> She's like, you just spent a lot of money early. Please don't get crazy. So I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, uh, she's like, you got something at home. It's been sitting in there for ages. And I'm like, hey, whatever, you know. So I like to share. Um, let other people. Tr- that's how you get to other things. Oh, yeah. uh, I like to share, try, try different stuff kind of get an open mindset you know what i'm saying i don't want to stay straight down the pipe yeah i used to be i'm cohiba connecticut you know cohiba yeah. cohiba black cohiba nicaragua i was just cohiba cohiba and people was like my buddy said when these man why you keep saying that he's like you know it's other have you tried this have you tried that i'm like no i haven't you know, uh, I think it was easier, too, just to go in there and say, hey, you yeah. guys got Cohiba? Yeah, we got Cohiba. All right, boom. Yeah. yeah I ain't trying I mean, to look through all this. You're generally going to find it in just about every cigar shop. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I ain't got time to look through all of this shit. And I can't smoke all of these, and it'll take me a lifetime to try to, you know. So you try cigars, bring people together. Oh, yeah. You meet some good friends and smoking cigars, and you get to try something new. Yep. They might say, hey, I've heard about this, but I've never tried it. I, I wanted to try this, but I never got the chance. Where did you get this from? Hey, check it out. You know, let's swap. So I swap people all the time. Yeah, yeah man, I got one. I just swapped with a guy uh, Saturday. I was coming in, and I saw him. I was bagging the trailer, and I looked, and he had a he had a uh, cigar. And I, I pull over to his window, and he's looking. I say, what kind of stick you got? And uh, I forget the name. It's in there in the house now. And then he told me, he said, I like this. You know, this is where it's from. This is why I like this one. You know, it's kind of local to where I'm at. Uh, I think he said he stayed somewhere in Florida. And uh, he was like, uh, say, hey, man, uh, are you interested in swapping? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I gave him a sterling. He's like, you know, who's timeless? I said, man, you know, um, to my understanding, uh, Dabadoff is kind of, Oh, it, I, I don't know what their status is now, but I know it used to be Nat Sherman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dabaduff, I think, took it over. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, uh, according to what the guy was telling me, uh, that's at Golden Leaf. Uh, so that's where I get my sternness from. They order yeah. them. Other people are like, nah, we can't, we ain't going to order them. Uh, we got, you know, the regular Dabaduffs. We going to stick with that. Uh, we don't want to order something new and... You know, uh, we don't get nobody to buy them. He's like, man, I've ordered so many boxes uh, that people haven't bought. You know, they haven't tried them, and they're just sitting here. And I'm like, you know, whatever. But uh, I say, man, you know, have you ever tried a Sterling uh, from time to see? He's like, yeah, I like Davidoff. You know, uh, he said, yeah, let's switch. And uh, he texted me uh, this morning. He's like, hey, listen, man, uh, you know, I come out there every two weeks. He's like, you know, I want you to give me a box of those Sterlings. And I said, it took me like five weeks to get them. They finally yeah. got them. But I said, I put a word in for you. He's like, look, uh, we come, I'm going to give you the money. It takes that long. Let me get two boxes. So I, I put the bid in for him. Gator got the money. Like, all right, we got you. We'll let you know when they come in. He liked them that much. No. But I also, I, didn't, I haven't got a chance to smoke his. He's like, 
have you tried man yeah i'm like no he was like well let me know you know if you do so i met a good friend there and uh he's like hey look when i come out i want to go and hang out with you let's hit a lounge yeah. smoke talk you know maybe me you go out and hang out with him whatever he comes in the older guy pretty cool but i'm like that's how you learn variety you know what i'm yeah. saying just that simple that's i mean even then like it uh, something like that. It's not the the variety that I would be after there. I mean, there it's uh, you know more more camaraderie, you know. Yeah. Um. Well, all right, sweet. Another another person that shares the same interests as me. Yeah. And we get along. Uh, you know, especially if it's uh, you know, a case of like, you know, gee, like. There, there's nothing else in this world that would have brought me and this person together other than cigars because he does this and that and he's this type of person. I do this and that and I'm this type of person. It's like, you know, damn near the only thing that we have in common is cigars, but holy shit, do we get along and now now we're uh now we talk on a on a pretty regular basis and get to know what each other are all about. And, yeah. you know, expand your fucking horizons on uh, <laughs> just life in general from somebody else's point of view. Yeah, you know, that's like the relationships in California. No? <laughs> yeah. But that's I mean, that's I, that, that's why I do this. Uh, um, like I've said it from the beginning, like I, I do this for me. If anybody listens, great. If not, I don't care because like I, I've talked to I'm people myself. I've talked to people through this. That I never would have talked and uh, spoken to otherwise, <clears throat> um, and I I fucking love it. Uh, I've I've learned so much from other people. I've seen so many different perspectives that I never would have seen about you know plenty of situations. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, between having Daryl Davis on. Uh, I I got to I got to know uh, the guitarist in one of my favorite bands. Um, got together and fucking, cigars. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, had okay. had him on the show, and when the next time that they were in town, we actually met up. Like at before they went on, me and him were off to the side smoking a cigar. Yeah. Um, before the band went on, uh, band called Zebrahead, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, so I mean, it's it's shit like that that, you know, I I don't ever expect to to make a dime off this. I I'll I'll do it when I can, when I want to, um, whether it's it. whether it's every every week or every six months. Right. Um, yeah. You know, but it 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 is kind of funny because like once, like if if I get in the mood, like you know, I yeah, I, I want to do a podcast tonight and. Um, you know, if if I if I if I have it in my mind mm. that it's it's going to happen on this this day or whatever, like my mind's there. That that's right. where I'm going to be. And then, you know, if something happens where it doesn't work out, you know, it gets canceled or whatever. Like I do everything I can because my mind is already there right. to find somebody to fucking either come over or get on the Zoom and do a podcast. Um, and a few times it's led to me doing solo episodes 
where I just sit here and ramble on yeah, for yeah. Uh, three hours, but it ends up getting cut down to like 45 minutes because I'm sitting here saying, uh, a lot, you know, yeah. trying to think of other shit to say. But, <laughs> you know, but like, yeah, once I'm in that mindset, like, oh, it, it's going to fucking happen. <laughs> committed, committed to yeah. it. I'm going through with it. I think that's great. I mean, uh, another part of it, too, uh, when we say, you know, you meet great people through smoking cigars, uh, a lot of people won't believe it, but uh, women. Oh, yeah. You meet some awesome women that uh, smoke cigars, and I'm talking about full-body cigars. Yeah. That'll sit down and have a good conversation with you. Um I've met that, and, I, and never in a million years I would have thought that. You mm-hmm. know, you'd think, you know, you walk in a cigar lounge, yeah. you see a lady and bartender or something will help you find the sticks, but some of these women I met, they smoke. Yeah. And and they like, oh, man, I like this, I like that. They actually know you, what they're yeah, know what they're like, smoking, know what they're talking about. Yeah. Not, not, just, not just taste, not yeah. just the sweet stuff. We ain't talking about the the, the fat bottom Bettys and nothing like that. I guess yeah. they smoking some, uh, you know, high end quality cigars yeah. here, and it's like wow. So it brings people together. Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, I've seen quite a few people that you would never think in a million years uh, that'll cuss you out and say. Hell no, I don't smoke no cig- cigarettes. I don't smoke cigarettes, but I smoke a cigar. Yeah. yeah. And and I've gotten so many people. How many times have you had people say, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine. I like the smell of cigars. I just yeah. don't like cigarettes." Oh yeah. And I say, "Hey, I feel you." Well, I, at the at the same time, I've done, now I'm I'm a very considerate smoker. If I'm out in public smoking a cigar, I'll you know if there's people around, I try to stay downwind. I ask them. I say, "Sorry, I'm blowing yeah. this in your face." No, it's fine. It's fine. Um. But. More often than not, it's uh, no, that's fine. But every once in a while, you get the somebody that's uh, you know seventy five feet down, <laughs> upwind, or uh, uh, you know where, where the smoke's going the opposite direction. That they, they see you smoking and they just start uh, doing the fake cough. And it's like, eh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you know? But like I'm, I'm like I said, I'm I'm a pretty uh, considerate smoker. For the most part, but you start if you start acting like a dick, I'm gonna be a dick right back. Yeah. So. Yeah. Then you give him a, a cigar lesson. Yeah. Come on, sit down. Let's talk about this. I've I've gotten some guys that I've turned on to cigars, and they um, <clears throat> it's a couple guys at the DC uh, I pull out of, and they say uh, they smoking. You know, they come up to me and they say, "Man, have you tried this? Have you tried that?" And and these guys, uh, I've had like seriously, a couple of these guys. You know, we have events they'll have like for certain holidays, and they'll cook or whatever at the DC. And these guys' wives will come up and say, "They say, hey, this such and such, this the guy that's got me smoking cigars." And the wives will say, "You know what? I didn't like the fact of him smoking." But it's like a cigar did something to him. Yeah. He's a completely different man. He'll go out and smoke that cigar. He'll come in with a new mindset. And I say, you know, maybe you can't thank me. Maybe you can thank the, the maker of the cigar. Thank God or something. Yeah. I don't think it's me. It's just, it's just sometimes 
uh, that part of that meditation is what he needed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I sit on my back porch and, yeah, you know, every every man I have a few, husband, wife, whatever the case may be, every man I have a, have a few and say, you know, I'm a, I'm going to go smoke. And uh, I'll be back in. Come back in and everything settle down. And my wife's like, okay. Yeah. Everything is, is good. And all I, is right with the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she'll pop up, you know, with a cigar or something. And she try to find a particular one I like. And she be like, oh, it's so hard because. So um, she locked in my buddy and he'll say, man, I think he should try this. And so she'll go drive all the way out there to Chester and say, hey, look, he getting on my nerves. <laughs> I, I got 200 bucks. What do you got? <laughs> and he'll say, he'll start laughing. He'll kind of throw me in a couple extras or whatever. Um, if you ever go out to Cheston, holla at Troy, you know, yeah. uh, talk to him. Man. I don't think I've met Troy yet. Yeah, holla at yeah. Troy. He'll put you on. That's the yeah, I've only I've only been out to Chesterton a couple of times now. Yeah. Um, but I mean, Hobart. Yeah. Hobart, I you know I've been in there quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. But John Lake Station, right? right yeah, now, yeah. Uh, but John John's a great dude. Yeah, yeah. I know John. John, uh, yeah. John, John, good people. If yeah. I can, if you can catch him, he, yeah. He's never. I'm like John. You don't, like when it, I first started smoking, you was all you, here you, all you the could, time. <laughs> you can see him from down the road though. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, he's got. Always in, always in some bright golf attire. <laughs> so, yeah, that's his. But yeah, name. John, John, John's a really good guy. Um, yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy uh, talking to him whenever, whenever we cross paths. So, that one got me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got a little love kiss from a beetle, Junebug. Sorry, but yeah, if you go in there, holla at Troy. Yeah, yeah, he's he knows his stuff. He knows me. Yeah. Yeah, just tell him, hey, he he going to, oh, man, he, he going to take you in there and go to pulling everything on that, yeah. that's up top down. Oh, try this one, try this one, try this one. I'm like, geez, man. You gonna have, I'm going to have a cigar lounge. So uh, you're uh, you're big into playing pool. Whew. That's my baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, my baby. Secondary meditation for me, I think, outside of cigars. Yeah, it's I've never I've never been very good at it, but I do enjoy playing from time to time. But you're you're uh you're pretty serious about it, uh yeah. with the leagues and, and the cues and everything that you that you get. Yeah. So how long have you been playing pool? Well, I <clears throat> I bring you a little story. If anybody ever hears this, uh most people know out of the Chicago region, um, really from Kankakee, Illinois, Chicago, uh, my uncle, uh, the Reynolds. Most people know Ike Reynolds. He's a one-pocket uh, world champion. I guess you can say a lower-end pro, uh, but he's a pro. Yeah. Goes a long way. A lot of His name rings everywhere. People know him. So they started off, uh, my grandparents had a pool hall out in a town called Pembroke, Illinois. Uh, of course, grew up kind of poor per se, and they would have to use headlights or whatever type of light they could to play pool gamble because that's what they had at the yeah. time. 
and they took it serious. You know, my uncle them in their seventies, shooting pool a long time. It was a few grandkids we go out there that would sit and watch these guys, and they would say, "Hey, you know, it's okay. You know, the women try to get us out of this. No, he okay, he okay. Let him sit. You know." And that stuck with us. Out of 15 nieces and nephews, it was only like four of us right now that still know how to play. That yeah. play. And man, I I didn't think it would turn. So I, I was a baby. I started off probably like nine, <clears throat> but I didn't think it'd turn into something like it did. Now I really enjoy pool. It's passionate. Yeah. It's passion for me. You know, uh, not as competitive as some people look at it. It's like a meditator. It's relaxing because I'm not just playing a person, but I'm playing a game itself. Yeah. You know, that's what I really enjoy about pool. You can never get the same game every single time. You yeah. Know? It's always a difference. And you always got to beat this game. You know what I'm saying? So I it grew, it grew on me. Mind you, the pool cues that you use is preference. I can't tell nobody that this particular sticks is going to give you magical power. That's a lie. Oh yeah, bunch of bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what, what works for you may not work for me. Right. You know. You know. It's what you what you. It's it's all in the person itself. Everybody has a different style. Uh, so many times you've seen the southpaw boxer fight. Yeah, you're lefty. You're lefty, but he looked more polished. He looked more aggressive here. He looked more. Headstrong here. Same thing with pool. You know, your style is your style. Yeah. What I mean, you're still great. Whatever you got to get do to get to the top. So, it's it's you know, my uncle then went pro. He went pro. Uh, he got two brothers that shoot very well, um, and so I just start playing with them, and I stay in it because I enjoy it. Like I say, it's just it's on me. It's in me. It's like it's my sport you know this is what i like to do mind yeah. you i like horses i love the rodeo i'm a guy so i like cars i love to go to the drag strip i, yeah. I see you with a 70 chaville i'm like man 69 camaro nice car <laughs> you know i'll check it out we could talk about this too smoking a cigar hopefully yeah you know i love the fish i love a, a bow hunt you know i like rc car so variety there too i do different things you know, it's just some things that just stick with you. Yeah. People could tell, man, you're passionate about this. My wife didn't understand it at first, and I had to tell her, like, hey, look, this pool thing is serious to me. Yeah. This cigar thing is serious to me. Like, she knows. I got pool tomorrow. She's already, like, I'm trying to make my plans or what we going to do before you got to go to league. And I'm like, oh, it's all good. <laughs> you know, I don't want you to feel like you have to, like, I'm not going to be there, but. This is what I dedicated myself to. Yeah. You know, uh, that's my uh, NBA finals. You know what I'm saying? My NFL Super Bowl. Yeah. So I put time into it, you know what I'm saying, to to get out of it. And I'm so much into it that it's like I'm invested. You know, I'm locked in. It's hard to pull out. I know I'll, I'll be playing pool, man, to tell you the truth. If the Lord sees me to 70, I'll still be shooting pool. Yeah. Just because... It's it's on me, you know what I'm saying. It's in. I mean, it's not necessarily on me, in me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. It's a, it's in my DNA. I don't know how to explain it. I mean, if some people play, they'll get good, and they'll get out of it. I'm not looking to get rich off pool. 
You know, I just ask, hey, give me your best game. Let's have a little fun. Here. Yeah. You know, make me think it's the mindset behind it. You know, my mind goes into I got to beat this game. I got to outthink this person. Some people gamble uh, at the casinos. They might not win. Yeah. But you have to wonder, man, why do these people go? It's a thrill. It's a thrill. It's a thrill. And yeah. that's, I mean, you know, I don't go to the casino very often, but I don't. Play, <laughs> I, I play I play casino-like games with cards, um, like uh, buying buying spots on on uh, case breaks for cards. Okay. You know, that's it's gambling. It a hundred percent. It's gambling because, you know, so. Uh, in in this set of cards, there's 250 fighters on the roster. You know, for uh, you know, in, in the checklist, I should say. So you got 250 spots that that people buy. Like if I I buy a spot for Stepe Miocic, um, Miocic, um, I get all the cards from him out of that case. But if there's no cards or any good cards in that case, I just blew my money. Ah. You know, it, it's 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 just like a slot machine. You know, you're, 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 pull, you're pulling that lever and hoping you get the fucking the hit across the reels. Yeah. You know, um, and I've I've hit I've hit a couple of big cards, mm-hmm. but more often than not, just like the casino, mm-hmm. more often than not, you lose. You're, you're, it, it's you're, it's you're, you're pissing it away. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Same um, thing with pool. I don't. I don't gam- I've gambled. Yeah. Big money. A couple thousand dollars. Yeah. I've won some, I've lost some. More often than not, I've lost some. Uh I've been to Vegas quite a bit. I shoot tournaments. Um that's that's where the passion is at. Yeah. Because I I pay this money to get in, but I I play with the best guys. A lot of those guys I play with are older, very good pool shooters, pros. Yeah, very good pool shooters. And that's when you when you play against a higher standard, your game improves. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's I I've noticed that in in damn near everything. I I could only assume it's the same with shooting pool. Yeah. yeah. Is if if we if we go to if we go to Griffith Billiards right now. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. My game will improve while your game drops, yep. because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yep. But paying attention to you, I'll probably pick up a couple of things. Meanwhile, the 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 opposite effect, uh, <laughs> you know, like you're watching me, like God, what the fuck is this guy doing? And you know, you're gonna end up, you know, kind of kind of strain a little bit. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I. I don't know if it does work that way on the opposite side. I could only assume, but that's uh, like uh, when I play disc golf. Uh, mm. I'm no good. I'm mm. no good at it. I enjoy it. Um, you have you having fun though, right? Yeah, that's the most important part. I have a friend fun. that's um, uh, PDGA does uh, pro tours and whatnot. Uh, when I play with him, mm. I my my whole game is improved. Yeah, yeah. Like it, I don't know if it's, if it's a mental thing or if it's just a, uh, you know, 
all right, like I'm soaking up some of this guy's aura, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 I'm playing better. Uh, but I, you know, that's uh, I've I've heard people talk about it a lot uh, in different sports. I've experienced it a lot. It's what with, you with that? Uh, like when I mean, we used to we used to play pool all the time mm-hmm. um, back in the day, mm-hmm. and again, like I was never. I'm always great. Yeah, in the first game, and then after that, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, some uh, guys go to drink, but uh, what you want to get out of it? Where you trying to go? I mean, you want to be a pro? Uh, you want to be the man in this league? You want to be the man of the hour? You want to be the man of the house? Yeah, you yeah, know, like what? What are you trying to do here? I mean, it's what you put into it. Oh yeah, what you get out of it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So some guys play pool. You go to Vegas, some of those guys you play that want to gamble on the $100 table, they say, hey, look, you put $100 up, I got 10000 yeah. It might seem like, oh, I got 10000 in my pocket. Until you get on that table and everybody watching you like, oh, but this guy's used to pressure. Yeah. And he go ahead, he wear you out. And you're like, man, how did he get to that point? Well, what you don't understand is that it might look good in that in in that pool hall at that moment. Man, this guy's good. You don't understand though. This guy is starving. This yeah. is what he has to. Eat. I've met so many guys, including my uncle. This is all I got. Yeah. If I lose it, I lose it. You know what I'm saying? I learned my lesson here. Yeah. I come back, but you better believe if a guy tell you he's playing and that guy, that's all he got. That's going to be a hard man to beat that day. I don't care how good you is. Yeah. Because he ain't looking to lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it's an old sense of game dog, yeah, it's a lot of dogs that can fight, you know, but for some reason this dog ain't looking to lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's been so many, uh, and this is kind of off topic, so follow me here. It's been so many cases of people surviving wild animal attacks, and you say how? That person wasn't looking to die that day. Yeah. I don't care what it is. It could be a lion. How did he survive this? Oh, by the grace of God. It might be by the grace of God, but I wasn't looking to die that day. <laughs> you know? Uh, side note on that, um, you know, you mentioned, like, people surviving animal attacks. Uh, there's there's two books that are really great for stories like that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, not just animal attacks, but different, uh, like, but anyway, uh, the author is uh, Steve Ranella. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's the host of the Meat Eater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know uh, Steve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's got two books out now. It, uh, the second one just came out like last year or something. But it's called uh, like Campfire Stories and Other Tales of Survival or whatever. Okay. Man, those two books pretty have good. Some pretty crazy crazy stories like um you know like dude being out in the woods alone like i mean the moral of this story is like don't walk through the woods with your arrow knocked in your bow uh like with your arrow yeah yeah, in in the string um that'd be crazy like he he tripped and like anyone anyone unfamiliar with uh arrows especially like modern arrows Mm -hmm. um they are insanely insanely sharp 
broadheads, yeah, razor blades, uh, like scalpel, <laughs> precision scalpel. <Samurais>. Um, <laughs> but so he tripped and fell, and ended up like cutting himself like severely. Like I, I don't remember if it was like if it was in his head or if it was in his throat uh, or neck. But um, it's been a while since I listened to that story. But, like, dude ended up, like, he's in the middle of, I, I want to say Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Like, he he was a ranger, but he was out, like, he was off duty and out on a hunt. Very dangerous. And um, <laughs> he, uh, he all but killed himself by tripping. Mm. And, um, but, like, the, that story is, is crazy. There's, there's a... Uh, a canoeing story that's fucking unreal. I can imagine. But like that's, you know, I'm not, I'm not one to fucking get a, get too emotional over a, a, story. a story. But man, both of these books had me, had me getting choked up a few times. He did his know. job. He yeah, did, he did his job. As yeah. far as writing his book, it, for yeah. you to fill it, that's a good author. I mean, you. Oh, dude, he's he's a he's a great author like i i love his show yeah oh yeah um meat eater is one of the best well i guess i i can't really say that because i don't watch too many hunting shows right right. but meat eater is a show that i could watch because he shows his failures it's not all success he shows the hardship in it uh a genuine a genuine yeah show that's that's what you need plus every once in a while he throws in a cooking episode Mm mm-hmm I've seen which, it. which, which is just awesome. Yeah. Um, like he's got a cookbook. I've, I've got his, uh, or do I have his cookbook? I don't know. I, I got a few of his books. You talking uh, about raw meat out, out in, out in the wilderness? Yeah. Raw meat, cut it. Hey, this is what you got to do to survive. Yeah. But, um, like he, he's hit one of his books, uh, was American Buffalo or American Bison. I can't remember. Uh, but, uh it's it's his his story of going on a buffalo hunt in alaska like he got he got drawn it's you know it's a uh like a lifetime tag you know, yeah, once yeah. a once in a lifetime tag to get but the book is the entire hunt like leading up to it and post hunt mm-hmm. but it's like he he is such a fucking wonderful author mm-hmm. uh like Dude knows how to write, knows how to hunt, knows how to cook. Um, you know, sounds like I'm trying to bang him or something. But uh, <laughs> like, uh, and Steve, look out, man. Yeah, and but like, generally, just a like at least as far as I can see through how he presents himself in the media, like, and by media I mean like his show and. Uh, like he's been on Rogan a handful of times, um, but like just a a stand up dude yeah, that, yeah. that is that is just you know kind to people, yeah, kind yeah. to animals. Like that sounds weird. Yeah, yeah. Being the fact he's a Meat you know he, yeah he's yeah. he's a like he lives to hunt. Yeah, you know, um, but uh, you know as far as like conservation goes and everything, like just really really stand up dude. But you ever seen uh, which a, a show I'm I'm big into watching? Um, it's called Unexplained. 
I don't think so. Look that when you get a chance for you or anybody that hears this, look 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 up a TV show comes on Hulu. It's called The Unexplained. I'm not sure if it airs on TV. I'm pretty sure it does. But look that up, man, and and, and go through some of the episodes of um uh you know the history i went to college uh, uh arizona state university and i did world history uh one two and three and I've, i was always intrigued by what came before us i was training a guy uh that was teaching him the route to, to go up to north dakota the montana state line through south dakota north dakota right and 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 uh he said man he had never been nowhere, right? And the guy's, uh, he's from Champaign, Illinois. He said, i never been nowhere, you know? So this is amazing to me. So he sees, he gets out there, he sees North Dakota. He's like, this is amazing. And, and I say, man, I, I've always I've always told a person this. So you use this line too. Anybody that comes before you, uh, that you're trying to uh, show them some, or they might be talking about something, you figure you can drop some knowledge on them, right? Yeah. You always say before you end your conversation, you say, let me leave you with this. Put this on his mind. I told him, I said, let me leave you with this. This is a beautiful scene. This is what God did, right? These mountains, all of this grass, it's, it's nice, right? But think about the people that had to cover this ground on horseback, had to sleep out here in this. That's even more oh, yeah. impressive. Yeah. People had to sit out here with babies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And negative and, some degrees, you wonder how did they survive? That's they, they, that's they, the stuff that gets me. That's <laughs> man, primitive primitive living in undesirable climates. Like that's man. that's intriguing. It's intriguing. It's um, you know, like I I I would like to experience it to some degree. Um, not to the full extent i mean maybe 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 eventually but i'm not just gonna jump into shit like that i mean like right now i'm i'm i within the next couple of weeks i gotta try to take kenny camping uh, okay and have you ever did it in the backyard oh yeah yeah yeah. We, yeah we camp in the backyard on a pretty i'm actually setting the tent up in the backyard tomorrow yeah so. yeah that's pretty good that's the first step but i want to <laughs> i want to get him into it um and see if, if one see if he enjoys it yeah uh because that's something that you know i think that uh we could if he enjoys it that would be something great for me and him to have to get out in the woods and you know uh have some fucking bonding time yeah you know because for the most part i'm just i'm just his dad and you know i i have too many rules and yeah. Uh, My wife makes it a a point to say which is the good a good practice here. Uh, you know, we got two boys, two girls, and she say, Look, you need to get these boys and y'all need to go fishing. Y'all need to go without us girls. And yeah. then I need to get these girls and then we need to go without y'all. Yeah. And that's true. Yeah. Just like you're saying. Like you gotta do that. Yeah. I'm big on family. I want all of them to enjoy it, but that one-on-one time is important. Yeah. 
for them to get the message, all of the stuff that was embedded in me from my father, my grandfather, you know, I talked to you about my dad, 22 years in the Army, my grandfather, yeah. 32 years in the Marine. Anytime I learned something that I know now, I was always with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it might have been guy, guy cousins and stuff like that. Uh, but not being insensitive by saying it like this, but it was no women. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's bad, but I got it more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I understood yeah. it a little bit more. And so it was like I needed that one-on-one yeah. one time because that was a time they were like, no, nah, you're doing it wrong, son. Grandson, look. Here. But when it's a lot of people, they everywhere. But when it's here, nah, you know what I'm saying? Nah, this ain't it. You know, go a little bit left. Same thing with that pool lesson. I was in that pool hall, and it was a lot of people. But when I sat with my uncles, they were like, nah, man, it's, it's, it's something that's off. Your stroke, you ain't taking this serious, you know? Yeah. And and I learned what your son would learn, how you think. I've always told my wife, most important, right, if I die today, yeah. I always tell her, raise these kids, please make me a promise you'll raise these kids with the vision that I thought, you know, I was the protector. I'm not saying that the way I was going was going to be right, Yeah, you know what I'm saying, but keep them on the path. Let them know, hey, look, I know your dad was married to this man. Stay here. Do yeah. this. Stay on that path. Let's not BS about this thing. Get it done. You know what I'm saying? And I embed that into her a lot. You know, those are the conversations you have when we're in the bedroom and it's late, 3 o'clock in the morning, we wake yeah. up. And it's like, look, you know, I don't know why this is on me, but just, you know, and women have said, I don't want to hear you talking about this and, you know, you're not being here. Yeah, I, I get it. But just remember what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I talked to my dad. My dad said, man, I'm so proud to see the man you became because you, you got it. It's some, a few things, and I expect that. You ain't, you, and nobody's perfect. Yeah. But you got this, what I was telling you. You can see it now. And I said, yeah, Pops, I, I, I can. You know what I'm saying? And so I took them fishing, and, you know, you get frustrated. you like, God, dog it, man. I'm I'm over here. I got a pole. I'm over here. Now this one caught in the tree. Now this one got stuck in the water. God, <laughs> dog it. You know, I just want to fish. Yeah. But then it's, I remember I say, tell you, bro, I say, man, you know what? What did I, I say? Oh, I didn't just jump out here like this for my dad and them. I remember when I wanted to throw in the water, they would put a weight on there and they said, no, no, you cast over there. Yeah. But they fishing. I ain't even touched the water. I'm just hitting grass and dirt. Yeah. Bringing back a weight. But guess what? My casting is pristine now. Yeah. My daughter said, dang, dad. I said, baby girl, I can touch that buoy. She said, no. I hit the buoy, boop, <laughs> and caught a fish off the buoy. She's like, how did you? And I just thought, I said, man, this is something they got to look up to. You know, I fished with my yeah. dad, and I say, man, I think about my pops, and I say, my dad beat me. He always laughed. He said, yeah, you'll, get, you'll catch me one day, son. You know what I'm saying? But you learn so much more experience. And your son, he, he'll get that. 
Yeah. He'll get that one. Uh, that's day. like, you know, that's, uh, we, we don't get much like one on one time, you know, like, like you mentioned and like both of us, like that's, that's our goal for the summer is to, to go camping, like yeah. at a campground, not, not in the backyard. And, yeah. um, like I, you know, for, for multiple reasons, I want to get him out there. Like I want to get him away from technology um, you know, uh, <laughs> I want him to experience the woods. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I want to see if he appreciates it, see if he enjoys it. Um, because I mean, I I appreciate it, I yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And if if it's the same with him, like I said, like that's that's, I mean, there, there's not many better ways to to bond with a kid than than you know one on one time in the woods you know um but um just to notate the account here uh crocs i broke a pair of my favorite crocs here <laughs> i need a i need me send me and uh, brian a fresh pair of crocs <laughs> i like the brown ones with the tan strap that's uh <laughs> every one of my family has crocs except for me uh seriously yeah all like right. I, I, what I, size you I, wear? I, I, haven't, I haven't tried them yet, but like we, we what did, size we you did wear? look uh, uh, like ten and a half or so. I gotta okay. I gotta get you. I but, gotta uh, get you some. Like we. So when I get you a like pair I, of Crocs, I've looked. I've looked, and uh, you know, a couple of stores around here didn't didn't have them in my size. It's like ah, whatever. But um, I'm gonna get you. The, I'm gonna get you the neutral color brown like mine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this is this, this is such a neutral color. You could just wear with that yeah, uh, for, for oh, whatever trust reason. Me, I'm I'm definitely not a style fashionista <laughs> at all. Uh, so when fashionista, you, I, I don't even know the words. Yeah, yeah. So you get so you get when well, you have a ten, size pair of ten Crocs, you're gonna enjoy them. You're gonna enjoy them. But no, uh, you you were saying you know with the with with your son, with the camping. Yeah. Know? Um. You know, like I, main reason, bonding, secondary reason, get him away from technology because as, as, uh, as much as I, like, I, I don't like how much time he spends on the iPad, but. The one thing I can say about that is that I got him into uh, uh, Mark Rober videos, mm-hmm. so when when he's watching those, I can't complain, um, you know. And I got him the um, the Mark Rober Crunch Labs monthly subscription box, where every month you get a box and you build something. Yeah. Um, like the first box was a uh, a miniature disc launcher, where yeah, you have yeah. to actually like build this disc launcher that has um, you know an electric motor, moving parts, uh, and and all that, and it and you, and you build this pretty pretty awesome little little gadget. Yeah, uh, but miniature get something engineer. Like, yeah. <laughs> that that's the thing, you know he's an engineer but like the 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 awesome thing about these boxes mm-hmm. is it's not just a a box that you open up with a a booklet of instructions to build it um and you're done like it starts off like you get the box and there's a there's a QR code to take you to a video 
Mm. And the first part of the video before you even get to the build is Mark Rober, the engineer, um, teaching you the physics behind why this machine works. Right. And then he takes you through the build mm. so that, you know, you're not just, you're not putting a, a puzzle together. Yeah. You're, you're actually learning the engineering aspect, the physics behind it and all that before you start working on it. Yeah. So it's like, that's, and when he gets those, he loves them. Um, and that's, that's, that's another thing that, you know, I, I can appreciate the fact that when he gets them, he doesn't want to build them unless I'm around because he wants to do it with me, which yeah. makes me feel Son, fucking Dad, amazing. Yeah. You know, uh, holy shit, there's something that he does want to do with me and My not son, anybody else. We, uh, Not to cut you off, but I get what you're saying there. Like, we at the zoo. My son see all our animals, but when he saw fish... My wife got it on camera. She started crying. Yeah. Because she like, you don't understand the passion this man has when he saw a fit. Like, he didn't look for nobody but you. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's, you know, so I tell her, like, she's like, well, you know, you got other kids. And and I tell her, I say, man, you know, I'm going to help my son fish. Even though he's throwing sticks and shit. I'm like, yeah. son, son, son. Come on. I cast it out. He really, like, and... He couldn't hold the pole at first, but now he's. She's like, man, I can't believe. It. I'm like, man, I'm sitting there. I'm like, she's like, why? Why you just, you know, you let him fish? I'm like, no, nah, it ain't. It ain't that. I just know how it is. If a five pound bass hit <laughs> and take my <laughs> take yeah. my five hundred sixty dollars setup in yeah. the water, yeah. Like my son, not only to catch this fish, but I need to be ready to fight. The, you know, I let him play around. We we'll, we'll fight it together, but. It's just a passion. Yeah. That when he saw the fish at the zoo, he was like, where's my dad? Where's my mm -hmm. dad? Oh, my goodness. It's like, fish, 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 fish. Yeah. Had I had the pole, he'd be like, come on, dad. Come on, dad. Come on. <laughs> I'm like, son, we, you understand. you still young. We'll go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. As bad as I want to. Yeah, I'm looking at that. You know, we go to Cabela's. I'm like, God, oh, that's yeah. a tank in there, man. Yeah. Y'all sure y'all want to just let me throw a hook in here just one time? Yeah. <laughs> Please. It's, uh, like they got a they got a couple sturgeon in that tank. Oh and, man. And I I was telling Kenny, because like Kenny did the uh like I forget if if it was the zoo or the aquarium that had like the touch of sturgeon exhibit. Yeah. But I mean the sturgeons that they had there were, you know, I mean, not huge uh, uh, natural standards, but huge for, yeah. Uh, I mean, they're probably like seven-foot sturgeons. And uh, <coughs> excuse me, everybody. Uh, not huge, but seven-foot. I'm only five, seven. <laughs> well, yeah, but, but I'm saying, like, you know, you look, you look at how big they get in the wild. Oh, my and, goodness. you know, it, and the fact that, I mean, they're just prehistoric and... What is it? Fifteen feet? Uh, bigger than that. Oh my um, goodness! Can you imagine? Um, but, but anyway, like I, you know, I, I, I was showing Kenny. I was like, yeah, um, you know, that's the that's the same fish that you touched, uh, you know, at, at the zoo or whatever. And he like, nah, ain't no way. What is this? What is this thing you do? Eat a couple kidneys? Or yeah. Like, what's but going on? He's like, well, well, Deb, what do they do? What do they do when they get that big here? I was like, oh, they, you know, they, 
either send them to the zoo or you know the aquarium or you know some sort of reintroduction program you know this and that and you know so that led to another conversation about um you know well what's reintroduction um but um uh like uh like down in florida you know the the places that have the the baby alligators on displays like what do they do it's like yeah you know the like the these places the they'll take baby alligators for display until they get to x size then they get transferred yeah. to somewhere else you know yeah. uh alligator farm or a bigger exhibit or you know anything like that but um 100 percent forgot where i was going with that uh oh but yeah uh you know the sturgeon at cabela is like telling them it's like yeah you know that would be you know that that's one of those giant fish that you that yeah. you got the pet you yeah, know yeah. um you imagine that touching yeah. it when it's only this big and then you see it in yeah. its natural habitat and it's like yeah. that ain't like, the fish I touch. Shit, man, watching, <laughs> watching videos of some of those fuckers swim swim alongside a boat and it, it looks like a fucking whale shark in a pond. Yeah. You know. <laughs> God damn. No, the the funniest thing is that now that you touching on that, like we talking about bass fishing. Important fish in fishing history, right? Yeah. Bad small mouth, large mouth. But then you get to the ocean, you see the Goliath grouper, and you like, yeah. That ain't no basket that big. Yeah. And my dad starts cracking up. Even... He's like, son, I guess you could say that's the sea bat, but that ain't really a bass. But that is. I'm like, so he he laughed so hard, and I'm like, pops, What's, I didn't know that that was wasn't it, uh, a bass, but it looked like, like a bass. Chilean sea bass. I I forget the actual name for it, but. Like, it was some screwed-up name, and nobody would eat it because it had a screwed-up name. Like that one? Yeah, this one pretty good. All right, so, so before this, we had, uh, we had a 2022 Bourbon County Coffee. What did you think of that? Not bad. Not bad. Um, now we've got... Got to uh, get used to the taste. But can I see one? that bottle, please? I think it's 2020. Is it 2020 or 2021? Uh, yeah, 2020 uh, Bourbon County Number 4 Stout. Is the oatmeal stout aged in bourbon barrels with coffee and maple syrup, and yeah, it's, it's good. phenomenal. Um, but um, yeah, we switched gears on the beers. Um, oh yeah, and that's I, I've been I've been meaning to ask since I opened that one since you started drinking it uh, what you thought of it. But we've been yeah. been flowing pretty good. So, um, so you like the uh, the number four better than the one before this? Yeah, you, you like this yeah, one better than yeah, the, I like this yeah. one much better. Yeah, yeah, little little sweeter, a little sweeter. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. Good, the, the, this goes back to, you know, uh, the 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 sharing, and I'm I'm gonna learn you one when it comes to yeah, yeah, yeah. when it comes to this. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. But that's I I've had this fridge full of full of beer, full of not pretty much full of nothing but stouts. Yeah. Um. You got to get to a point where you got a, a open mindset oh, yeah. to drink something like this. Uh, most people. Oh, some, some, something like this. Like this, this was the perfect opportunity to, to introduce some, yeah, yeah. some, some heavy beers because yeah. you, you can't really object while, while mid conversation and, oh, yeah. you know, just, just sipping on it. Um, but yeah, my fridge has been full with like nothing but. High octane stouts, burble, uh, yeah, burble, uh, bourbon barrel aged stouts, 
Um, yeah, it was like a buy one, get two free, and he went crazy. No, no, no definitely not. Uh, but that was that was another reason why I had everybody over last weekend. I had, like, it was, uh, so, like, beers like this, you know, generally uh, people will, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're share beers, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll, you'll split it between multiple people. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, don't get me wrong. Like I've, I've definitely drank plenty of them by myself. Uh, it's just that they're, they're, they're high octane. They're, they're a high alcohol percentage. They're thick. You drunk plenty of these by yourself? Oh yeah. I, I see why you want to go camping. Yeah. I, re- I want to hit the woods too. Go find a, a 32 inch, uh, 32 foot sturgeon. Yeah. But, uh, so that was that was another reason why I had well, I was gonna have people over for the UFC fights anyway. But I decided, uh, like it's it's empty my fridge day, and <laughs> so like I I only invited people that either like the UFC, like the stouts, or just generally like the company yeah, yeah. that that I knew wouldn't waste yeah, yeah. anything. Yeah. But. Uh, we grew up like I told, us. I told everybody that came by, I said, "Do not, do not bring anything to drink. None. And you know, except if if you only drink like, you know, light or whatever, then yeah, yeah. I, I got I, I picked up a twelve pack of Miller Light for the day. It's like any anything else, it's on you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, we we barely made a dent in the fridge uh, with. I, we I, I think I had a dozen a dozen guys over um, and we we had a hell of a kill shot um, you know like a, a hell of a picture of all the beer that we drank Woo. at the end of the night these you guys yeah oh, yeah man. Um, how many did you got through uh, I don't know I mean we probably drank. Um, not, not MSRP, but like after market value, we probably drank seven, $800 worth of beer that night. Please hold for directory assistance out of, (laughs) out of maybe 20 beers. Oh my. Yeah. But like I, I, I told, I told everybody all the, I told the beer drinkers, before they can like do not do not bring it this is not a share this is a giveaway no i need to make space (laughs) note the account if you're gonna do that make sure you have a trampoline in the backyard (laughs) because uh we're taking this back to college days yeah but yeah dude like i like i I was so i was so disappointed that you were uh you were busy and weren't able to come by um i would have and then she told me, and I'm like, "Why didn't you say nothing to?" Her? She's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, the, your buddy he he said that he was hoping you came over. He's waiting." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, yeah. "When did you?" T-? She's like, "Yeah, he was. He came over," and I'm like, "Ah oh, man, I missed this a good smoke." And I'm like, "Man, he he normally has some good look." I'm like, "Ah oh, no, no, that's." So this was, uh, so yeah. How long? What a month and a half, a month and a half or so that we've we've been hanging out. 
mm-hmm. uh, since we met. Because I'm always on the road. And <laughs> and what was it? The other day we finally exchanged phone numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, which was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, is crazy. Well, you right there. I mean, it's, it's yeah. we literally right here. So it's like, like we, we Thor see, Rock we and see, hit his house. We see if each other's <laughs> home, you know. But, uh, but yeah, it's like. Like, I, I even told a couple of the guys, like, yeah, you know, my, my neighbor Riley, like, you know, hopefully he comes by, you know, this and that. Um, when you going to, uh, when is your, when is your, your next uh, get together? I don't know. Uh, well, for sure, November 11th. Well, we get, we got numbers. November, what's the birthday? No, November 11th is the next, well, not the next UFC fight, but that's the next one that I am for sure hosting. Because November 11th, we got John Jones versus Stipe Miocic. Oh, my and goodness. I I already Get looked at... Get your tickets now, man. <laughs> shit, dude. I, I fucking wish. Madison Square Garden, that shit's probably going to be $1,000 a ticket. Uh, and it, like, my the, the babies do, like, two weeks after that. So it's like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely man. not traveling. I would fucking love to go to that. But, um... Yeah, if my first UFC event could be fucking Jones oh. versus Stipe, holy Woo. shit! But that's uh, all I need right there. I'll, yeah. ne- I'll never need another one in life. But uh, so yeah, definitely having people over that day, unless the baby's born really early, uh, which, I mean, obviously we hope that that's not the case, um, and not for UFC reasons, you know, for <laughs> for health and safety reasons, um, but uh. So yeah, November eleventh is is the next for sure date that I'm hosting. Um, but I'm sure there's going to be shit in between. But now that we have each other's phone numbers, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me know. Let me know. Don't worry about yeah. it. Everybody, meet me at the, at the Montana state line. We'll do it there too. Yeah, <laughs> take this show on the road. <laughs> um, that was uh, you mentioned uh. A couple of weeks ago, like you might be, you might be switching it up a little bit, or. Mm-hmm. So what 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 does so, that what so, does that do to the schedule? Well, because mainly you're you're out, well, like Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There yeah. you go. Perfect. So uh, See, sometimes I, I come in. Man. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I come in on on a Monday, but uh, switching it up is it, it'll give me like uh, uh, the weekends. Okay. Unless they need the extra help, you know, yeah. you know how it is to get the money. Yeah, it's there. You might as well take it. You know, who wants to miss a couple thousand dollars? It's like, yeah, you know, <clears throat> oh, dude, that's like that's like calling off on a holiday for me. That's the only way I'm gonna like, be able to buy some real Cubans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that's, that's that, what was it? It was um, it was Memorial Day. Um, Memorial Day. It was it was right after. Or not, not right after, but it was uh, like we we found out for sure that that my wife was pregnant, oh, and man. it was like a week or two later. Um, you know, I had to work the holiday, mm-hmm. and uh, which it was Memorial Day, but uh, she was just like, you know, do do you have to go to work? I was on midnights, so mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't a big deal to work the holiday. Um, I was on midnight. She's like, you know, do you have to go in? I was like, I mean, I don't have to. I could call off. And at yeah. the time, I didn't realize it was a holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I 
I could I could call off. It's not a big deal. Um, and then I was like, do you want me to call off because you want me home or do you want me to call? Because she, she was worried about me getting exhausted. I was like, do you want me to call off because you want me home or do you want me to call off because you think I'm too tired, too exhausted to go to work? It's like, oh, you know, I just think, you know, you, you've been working a lot and yeah. uh, I don't want you getting exhausted, this and that. I was like, that's, that's not a problem. And then, I, right. then I realized it was a holiday. It's like, yeah, unless, unless it's because <laughs> you want me home, I'm not calling off. Right, yeah. Um, she's like, why? I was like, holiday pay. Yeah, the money's there. I was like, that's that's double time and a half. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, that's that's a lot of money to call off because I'm tired. Yeah, the younger you years, know, you know, you you, I tell people all the time when when they call and say, "Oh man, you working?" I say, "Listen, man, true story." I say, so many times I've been off on those holidays and been broke. Yeah, immature. I say. um like these bills don't stop. Yeah. Mind you, I got kids. So when I do take off, not only is my bills paid, I have the extra money and I have a little bit more time. Yeah. Cause let's let's be real. We can make a lot of money. Guess what? I can spend a hundred dollars today and I can make a hundred dollars tomorrow. But as sure as this 12.30 right now. 12.30 on the head. Right now, right? And we'll say it's 12.30 July 17th, 2023. We'll never get this time back. 18th. It'll, July 18th now. 18th. Yeah. Close enough, right? <laughs> we'll never get this time back. Yeah. Never. No. Ain't gonna be another 2023 for us. No, there, there's not There's not gonna be another... Uh, oh, no, it's only 11.30, homie. yeah. I thought you said twelve thirty. Did I say twelve thirty? Yeah. So yeah, it is still July seventeenth. We'll never get this time back though. No, like I mean, this me, is me, it. Like, sure, me and you could have another conversation like this, but we're yeah. never gonna get this one back. We never gonna get this. We one. can listen to it. Right. <laughs> this is it. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah. tell her all the time, like, look, uh, the time is more important than that money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't get this back. Yeah. This is it. Once these kids, our kids is only four and five, eight, that's it. We yeah. don't never get that back. That's the reality of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Well, that's So you got to pick and choose on what you think is important or what works best for your family, yeah. you. So when I tell her, I'm going to get this money because I want to have a, a point in my life to where I can enjoy it. Yeah. I don't care if it's sitting at their games, whatever the case may be, retiring at a certain age. That's that, that's the final years of life for yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? That's it. That's So last time I called off, it was about a month and a half ago. And that was I called off a 12-hour shift. That mm-hmm. was time and a half. That was, a, that, that was an expensive day to call off. <sighs> but the reason I called off was because we had our niece that day mm. so we had like you know it, w- it was a family day right right it was we got to spend time with uh my sister-in-law yeah her boyfriend yeah our niece 
Mm-hmm. And we were watching our niece while uh, they went to the Kevin Hart show. Um, yeah, what y'all, what y'all miss? You talking about at the yeah, Hard, hard Rock? rock. Ah, yeah. It hurt me, man. But, um, <laughs> you know, like, so, like, to your point, like, that time with the family was more important than that money. X amount of dollars that I called off. Uh, you know, the, the, the X amount of dollars that yeah. I lost by calling off that day yeah, yeah. doesn't mean shit compared to that the smiles, the laughter, yeah, yeah. you know, just the, the time with everybody, yeah, yeah. you know, every once in a while you got to do that. You got to, um, especially, you know, especially, especially if you're lucky enough to be like, I consider myself pretty fucking lucky. Like I always, my, my definition of success 10 years ago mm. was one day, I want to be able to be at a point in my life where if something happens, mm-hmm. I don't have to check my bank account to know if I could buy a washer. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'll be damned. Just had to buy a new washer and dryer like yeah. a month ago. <laughs> oh, no. The, the dryer's still sitting over there you know, <laughs> waiting for somebody to fucking buy it. Um but our our washer took a shit. We decided to upgrade both. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be damned. I didn't have to put it on credit. Woo! Like that's and so you should have had that clapping yeah. clapping effect right yeah. here. <laughs> but like when, so like when when something like that happens, I think back, you know, two ten years ago, mm-hmm. thinking about where I was and, you know, like I said, like I've, I, yes, I say I consider myself pretty lucky. But at the same time, like, I know I've worked my ass off to get to the point where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. And by no means am I well off or rich or or anything like that. But God damn it, I've made it to the point where... You're comfortable. Something happened and I didn't have to check my bank account before I had to make a an essential purchase. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been there. Uh, I've made mistakes um being immature (laughs) young young minded um and it's just like you know you just get to that point i don't even think i really want to be rich i just want to be comfortable enough to where i can enjoy life with with the people that i love friends and that's good enough for me yeah you know what i'm saying a wise man told me being rich always puts you on the stage and I don't want to be on the stage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So comfortable is good good to me. Yeah. I don't know what, what other people want in their life because you can't spend all that money anyway. Exactly. And if you do, my granddad would tell you, if you do, you'd be a fool. Yeah. So which one you want to do? You know, you want to be a fool or you want to be comfortable? I'd rather be comfortable. Yep. You know, some of this stuff that as you get older, when you're younger, you say, man, I want this, I want that, I want that. And then you get older, you be like, ah, that shit ain't really important. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you would always wonder, are the older people just talking? No. What I was just saying to you, the time, this is all I got left. Yeah. At some point in your life, and I, and I, and if I keep saying this, if anybody hears this, because I'm sure somebody will hear this, wherever you're going with it. 
at any point in your life, you got to tell yourself, you only got seven summers left. That might seem like a, a oh, seven. Think about that. I, that's a blink. You only got seven summers left. That's yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You might not make those seven summers. Like you said kind of earlier, that's it. Yeah. So that money don't count. When I got seven summers left, that money don't count. Yeah. But the family, the, the, the laughs, the enjoyment, you know what I'm saying, sitting here talking, that counts. You know what I'm saying? So your mind starts to reverse on what it said in the beginning stages. And then maturity kicks in and you're like, oh, man, this this really ain't important. Look, long as I set some goals, which two most important goals in life, right? Well, three is to get your credit, get your credit right. Big goal, right? Well, I mean, I, I think a bigger goal would be. To- no, no, hear me out. Hear me out. I'm just saying, because you might say one of the ones I'm saying. Get your credit right. Buy a house. I mean, pay your house off, right? Mm-hmm. And as crazy as this sound, buy a car. Now, mind you, I'm not talking about putting money up for your kids to get through college and all that stuff, right? Because let's be honest, if a kid keeps a grade point average up, they get, you know, they get to where they need to be anyway, yeah. right? So, as far as a person, because at some point in your life. It transitions from you taking care of your kids to you having to worry about you now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, we got to worry about us. Again, this is all we got left. You know what I'm saying? So you get your credit right, buy your house, and just for fun, just to say you did it because you was mature enough and you, you made it to that point, get your car. Pay it off. You know what I'm saying? That's good. I'm okay. You know, you, you get the the other stuff in life. You know, hey, I might want a boat. My buddy got a nice Harley. You know what I'm saying? So you get all of that stuff out of the way, and it's like I got to enjoy this stuff while I got this moment. You know, people don't talk about that type of stuff. They just think that some, some for some reason people think, man, I'm going to live because my great-grandmother lived to 109. That's not everybody's fate. No. I know people that's dying in their 40s. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? In their early 50s. you like, man, as long as we knew this guy, he was healthy, he looked it okay to us. We didn't, like, we didn't expect to lose him in 50. Yeah. Like, what the hell? So that woke me up. Time after time, I'm like, it's getting younger and younger. Now this one was 47. What the hell? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and we, and we ain't talking about... Man, you are in Indiana, close to Chicago. We ain't talking about Chicago gun violence. We talking about health issues that, yep. hey, look, it's too late, whatever the case may be. So I'm like, like we was just talking about, you camp, you camping with your son, me fishing with my family. You know, you text me earlier. I was out with my family. That moment, I'm a truck driver. This might be it for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at least I got to enjoy that that moment with my son. You don't you don't hope for this stuff. <clears throat> we don't wish for it. But sometimes it happens. Yeah. It don't it don't have a price. 
Think about all of the mass shootings we got. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? These people are coming into stores. We shopping in Walmart. Fucking grocery stores. Grocery store. We shopping. Yeah. This could be it. So, again, for anybody that hears this, at some point in your life, you realize that money don't count. That money don't matter. Yeah. You need it. So we're going to get it while we because we need it. But to get to that, oh, man, $100 million, I don't care about that no, shit no more, man. So, <laughs> I don't care about that shit no more. So, so, you, so your three goals are get the credit right, buy a house, buy a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna contest number one. Okay. Um, personally, I think the the focus, the focus should be, uh, you know, teaching and or learning how to live without credit okay you know great like that's credit credit should be a last resort unfortunately it's the way the world fucking works works right so i mean it's it's almost a necessity right um you know i guess 99 percent a necessity uh but if if you if you learn that You can live without credit before you depend on credit. Right. Like that that is a more important lesson than you know, than your credit score, for sure. Um I, I don't know if I, I, that doesn't sound like it makes sense. I, I hope that my points No, get it makes perfect it makes but, perfect sense. So like if 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 economics was taught to me how I pictured economics now back mm-hmm. in the day when I was learning well when I was ditching economics um, <laughs> you know I, if I if I would have learned how to manage money and not live off credit in high school instead of um, you know learning how to read a ticker tape mm-hmm. and how to cook an omelet in home mm-hmm. ec, um, you know, definitely would have been a hell of a lot better off. But um, the society is so focused on credit score. You got, oh, well, no, just get credit karma, get Experian this, get yeah, yeah, TransUnion yeah. that. And, you know, credit score is the most important thing in your life. No, that that nah, should be that should nah. be the least important thing in yeah, your fucking yeah. life. Nah. Um, you know, if, if you learn to live without credit, Yes, it's fucking hard at first. Yeah. Um, but if if you struggle at the beginning, living without credit, mm-hmm. it's going to pay off in the future. And the end, you know, yeah. and I might sound like I'm full of shit or just living in a fucking pipe dream. Only to but, somebody that's immature mentally. But I mean. In reality, your credit score doesn't have to be all that great to buy a house. I think it's got to be, I think what they're looking for is like 625 average between yeah. the three scores, which uh, if you play your cards right, you could build that up fairly quickly, uh, you know, with with the right, um, uh, 
if you work the system correctly, yeah. you know. Uh, so all right, so you need you need credit to to buy anything. You need a credit yeah. score to buy a house. You need a credit score to buy a car. Yeah. Um, but if you do it, if you do it wisely, if mm. you do it with half a brain, mm-hmm. you don't have to lose money in the process. Right, right. Because, uh, like right now, the 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 standard of living is based off of paying more money than what you're getting because of interest mm-hmm. and credit. Um, but. If you if you learn if you learn to struggle like if if your first car is an eighty eight Horizon, mm-hmm. and shout out to Horizon. Hey, that was my first car. My first car was an eighty eight Horizon. Yeah, I know about Horizon for seven hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> manual manual transmission. It's a beater, but we gonna make that, it. That we'll thing, be there. That thing was fucking great on gas. We'll be there. I could do my own maintenance on it for cheap <laughs> as fuck. I promise you, we gonna make we gonna make it. We on our way, but. <laughs> And trust me, like, I'm not saying that, like, I, I live this way. I'm saying I wish I lived this way uh, when, I, when I talk about credit. But my first car was seven, uh, $750, 88 Plymouth Horizon. I had a 79 Cutlass. It wasn't, it wasn't. Two uh, door. Oh, see, 79 Cutlass is so much better. 79 than fucking, Cutlass. It, it, so it was better than a fucking It was Horizon. primer gray, but, hey, look, with maroon interior, that was Cracked the hill, but I hey, a, we made it. What is it. I had an 88 Lincoln Mark 8. <laughs> Ooh, we made it. Yeah, 85. I mean, all those guys came past me with yeah. Grand Nationals and Monte Carlos. I was oh, like, damn. Yeah. Hey. You, can't, you, you can't fuck with a Grand National. <laughs> they were shooting past me like car. I was sitting still. I'm like, this sucks. I don't know. I don't know much about cars, but I know I've always loved the fucking Grand hey, National. Hey, when he, when he shot past me, you know what I said? His parents got good credit. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, if, if if you learn to struggle a little bit and, and, and you pay cash for your first car, instead of immediately going into debt yeah, yeah. early in your life. Wow, oh, man. And then, you know, you 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 pay for the you pay for the cheap car yeah. and you struggle a little bit. You save you save the money that you would be paying in fucking interest and car payments. Interest you save, you save is the devil. You say you save that up for a year. Guess yeah. what? You've got you've got a money to buy a a decent step up used car. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Um and you know, you just you you learn to live that way, which trust me, I wish I would listen to my fucking self. Yeah. But now I now I'm a spoiled bitch. <laughs> you know, I fucking spoil myself, and I need I need to learn how to practice what I fucking preach. I know, but uh, you and me both. You know, I I have the knowledge, I just don't utilize it. Man, but um, you know, if 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 you end up if you let yourself struggle for a little, the bottom line is you let yourself struggle for a little while, it's going to pay off in the end, and you're not going to have to struggle later. Yeah, yeah. and you're not going to be locked into a fucking number for the rest of your life only if you learn the lesson if you don't learn exactly. the lesson in that struggle it's gonna get worse exactly you know what i'm saying if you learn That's, the lesson then you right i i was there yeah, yeah like i i had so I, I didn't have my driver's license for almost 10 years i was you know i why? was eight i was eight yeah and I got my driver's license, and then I went straight into my CDL. Dude, I, I didn't have my driver's license for almost 10 years. You know why? Ugh. Because I didn't pay $300 in fines. 
You know why? Because the beer was more important. Mine was 160. Yeah. I was in Carbondale at the time. <clears throat> yeah. And you're right. It wasn't a beer. It was back then, I think it was Amsterdam, Peach Amsterdam. <laughs> it was Peach Amsterdam. And we was blasted. And we'd get a fifth. It was cheap, man. It was like $22. It, it, was, it, was, it wasn't was, beer. It was the Alize that really got me. Yeah, we was. We was. <laughs> what was. We fucked on a, a many a nights, but man, it cost so, me eight years. So that. That three hundred dollar fine ended up fucking costing me thousands, uh, but for 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 almost ten years, spending money on pointless shit was more important than getting my license. So much, so much time wasted. Oh yeah, and missed in between the ten but years, I, a century, know, but but a decade. Do I regret any of it? No. No. Because you learned a lesson. Exactly. That's that's the big point. You know, coming back around to, to, to what you're saying is, you know, I learned my lesson from my mistakes. Yep. I don't regret anything that I've done. I don't regret my past marriage. I don't regret the fucking, I'll, uh, to, to sum everything up, I don't regret the good times that I had. Yeah, yeah. I don't regret the bad decisions that I've made because that's put me... In the position that I am today, it's made me the person that I am today, and uh, you know I've I've turned out you know I said it earlier I turned out to be one lucky son of a bitch to have what I have now. So let me and, actually and, and I don't and I don't mean financially I mean like I'm one lucky son of a bitch to have the family that I have the family that I've made. Yeah. Um, I am. Un I'm unrealistically lucky when yeah. when it comes to that. So let me ask you this. And this is a serious question for your podcast. Uh, shout out, shout out to Brian for this podcast because whoever <laughs> listened to this, it, this is some real uh, information. Hopefully, this helps somebody someday. Right? Serious question here: Is it better for you to get to get all of this out of the way early or later? I know so many people to get all been, of to get all of what out of the way the lessons learned the lessons learned because I know so many people that's done everything right and fucked it up in the end yeah because that's when they wanted to get all of the shit that me and you might have learned early later I mean I've I've seen it I've seen it both ways like most of the people that. I grew up with, like, mm. I mean, obviously, we, we shared most of the same experiences. Yeah. Um, you know, we we learned we learned our lessons along the way. Right, right. You yeah. know, uh, we didn't learn them early. We, we learned them later. Roll loading and shit. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's that, that was beneficial for us. I've also seen people learn their lessons early. And, you know, leave this group of degenerates behind and become successful, you know. So I've, I've seen it both ways where I've, I've watched friends fucking, you know, leave the group because they learned their lesson early. Yeah. Did they miss out on anything? Probably not. Like, yeah, we had a lot of good times after, 
after this person left the group or that person left the group. Like, I, I'm not speaking of anyone specific, just, just in case anybody was wondering. But, right. you know, some people made decisions earlier than others. Yeah. Now, did I have a better time in life than them? Maybe. It's possible, but at the same time, did they start living a better life earlier than I did? Now, watch out this flips, right? Because you said it's, it's, it's two ways, right? Technically speaking, it's three ways, right? Because then you're going to have the people that started early and they got it, maybe got their shit together Yeah. later. You're going to have the people that did it right, fucked it up later on in life. Then you're going to have the people that made it, got to the millions, whatever you want to, whatever it is you want to do. And then back and then, down. And no, no, not even back down. Got into the wrong crowd. Yeah. And fucked it all up. Yeah. They had it and fucked it all up. Well, that's, I mean, what? So that's like three different some, ways. Something like fucking 60% of people that win the lottery end up bankrupt. You know what I'm saying? Which, don't get me wrong, like, I, I pay my idiot tax. I, I, buy, I buy lotto tickets from time to time. You know. Oh, it, it, yeah, <laughs> shit, me and you both, but let's talk about the celebrities, right? Yeah. Even even athletes that's getting caught. What what there there was a thirty for thirty about well it it was the like the, the best running back that never was or the best wide receiver that never was. Yeah. Um but at the end of that thirty for thirty it was a, a in, in the in the credits. It was a scrolling list of athletes that ended up bankrupt, and it went on for like five minutes. Like, and it wasn't a slow scroll. Okay. Like it, was, you know, and you look at some of the names on this list, and it's like, holy shit! Like, you and, can't believe it, right? Yeah. But granted, like back in the day, athletes didn't get paid the way that they do now. But True. still, it's like. You know, it was still like multi-million dollar contracts that were now bankrupt. Why? Because they weren't taught how to use their money. Oh, man. They, they weren't taught how to invest. They weren't taught how to live without credit. Um, you know, they, they weren't taught how to I don't even think spend. they was talking about credit back then, right? Well, well no, I, I, like some more recent than others, but... Like it's it it it's crazy when you look at the financial downfall of a lot of different people, you know, a lot of a lot of people that fucking, um, you know, like whether whether it be a rock band or a rap star that are still working fucking nine to five jobs or fucking shift work. Now I'm gonna say this because they they fell on hard times after the fact. I'm gonna say this though, and and follow me on this right. You got, and when I say follow me on this, because this is this is definitely going to be a, a a to be continue right here. Let's hit the to be continue button right now. If we talking about if we if if somebody asks me and you right now, well, give an example of what you guys are getting at. Give give us an example of two people or something like that, right? Two people here, of of this conversation we talking about okay what man you just looked up what cigars and spirits right mike tyson 
Mike Tyson took a down a downhill spiral so bad. Made so much money and it didn't show, right? Boom, lost it. Yeah. Later in his years he was able to catch himself. He doing okay. Yeah. Better than some of us, right? Let's look at the youth. Who do we got today right now that we can me and you can look at right now today and say, man, he fucking up. And he made it. John Morant. Uh you, basketball, right? Basketball. Yeah. Grizzlies. Why are you getting caught? Oh, dude with the gun? Here we go. Why are you getting caught? So that's I I don't know very much at all when it comes to basketball. Especially name. I'm horrible with names to begin with. Okay. Um, let alone anybody famous. So so watch this. So he's quick. he's the dude that hmm. ended up uh, what brandishing a weapon. Yep. Getting in charge. Getting in trouble. Got got the get, <clears> hold <throat> on. Got the warning. Look, hey, look. Yeah. You're celebrity. You got people following you. And then don't a do this. Weeks shit. later, did it again. Now. Notate the account, right? Be careful of the company you keep. Oh, yeah. Now, mind you, doing dumb shit, whatever you do in your personal business is your fucking personal business. Am I right? Oh, yeah. You can you can fucking pop pills, snort cocaine. The minute you walk out of your house, if you know you're on a professional stage, then you got to do what the fuck you got to do. I never asked to be a role model. No, but, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, your, <laughs> but, but your contract has conduct regulations inside that yeah, contract. Yeah, yeah. So that has nothing to do with being a role model. That has something to be, you know, something that that is a business situation yeah, yeah. that you signed off on. Exactly. You know. So you understand what you're signing off on, right? But that's uh, that's another thing. Most people don't understand what they're fucking signing off on. Double but, two, two double but sided in, tape in, in there, the, in right? In this case, in this case it's he should have. Yeah. Right? Because you know what you strive to get to, right? Yeah. So, if I gave you the fair warning, hey, look, if I didn't give you a warning, then shame on me. I gave you the fair warning, right? And it's like, if I gave you the fair warning, two things. Be careful of the company you keep. One. Why would you go and do it again? Yeah. Two, the person that recorded you supposed to be should be your friend, right? Why the fuck would he post this? Yeah. What does that say? That's why I say be careful the company you keep. How much do you think he got paid for that video? Exactly. Be careful of the company you oh, keep. Yeah. yeah. So so mind you, you fucked yourself and you played the role. Thinking it was cool. But if I take all of this away from you and you sitting there on that couch back at grandma's house or mom's house, I bet you it makes sense then. Who was the dude? There was, there was a basketball star on top of the world, fell on hard times, mental health issues, ended up on the fucking street corner, and somebody fucking come along and took him in. Did that, that sound familiar at all? Was it? You sure it was basketball? Is it was it bas- baseball? Basketball or football? 
I, I'm almost positive it's basketball. I'm trying to think of who might that be. I know baseball. Uh, a player just got. Uh, this is a few years ago. They put him back on the team to help him out because he had mental health issues. I'm trying to think of who it was just recently. Nevertheless, though, people say, man, why would you say be careful of the company you, you keep? He a grown man. He should know the decisions he, he making. Have you ever heard of impaired judgment? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I might slur a little bit. I might walk a little crooked. I might make a dumbass decision. It's easy for a woman to say, oh, man, he, he sexually assaulted me. Listen, before I got, mind you, me and you, we, we enjoying ourselves right now. I got a buzz. You got a buzz. We yeah. smoke cigars. We have a couple of beers. <clears throat> I know that once you leave here, you're going to your house. I'm going to mine, right? I'm that smart. <clears throat> Been drinking that long. Cigars. I didn't got a buzz. I'm on a higher stage. I know before I get to this point, or I should know what to expect. Yeah. I ain't talking about the crowd, the flashing lights. I know what to expect. I ain't talking about the, the women I can see coming to me when I'm sober. I'm talking about the people that surround me when I'm drunk. Yeah. When I'm smoking. Yeah. When I'm enjoying myself for making it to this point when when i could when i could be caught off guard when i could be caught off guard there yeah. you go perfect way of putting it that's when i shut the door nobody comes in this motherfucker but me and brian yeah you get what i'm saying yeah this is it that's you know that's so kind of going back to like i was i was, I was careful who i invited last weekend because all right Perfect example. Drew. I was talking about him earlier. Mm-hmm. Freshly 21. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <clears throat> he's got a girlfriend that he's been with for, I think, seven months now. And he asked me a couple. So, so Drew was here last time I hosted the UFC fights. And him being freshly 21 <laughs> around a bunch of 35 to 40 year old dudes getting drunk. Yeah, yeah, watching yeah. fights. Yeah. He heard some conversation that he he was he, fucking he was years ahead of. He right? like, like what the hell? You know, the, the, the conversation was years ahead of him, I should yeah. say. But anyway, uh, when when I when I asked Drew, I was like, "Hey, you know, uh, July eighth fights at my house." Uh, he's like, "Oh, can I bring my girlfriend?" It's mm. like, mm. I was like, "You can, but you know what you're you're bringing her into." And he's like, "Oh well, is uh, is so and so gonna be there?" I was like, "Yeah, he'll probably be there." And he's like, "Well, as long as he's not talking about eating ass, we'll be fine." I was like, "Oh, I can guarantee he's gonna talk about eating ass." I was like, "If there's a if there like this is like guys' night," I was like, "If yeah, <laughs> like guys' night, we're gonna be drinking, we're watching fights, we're letting our hair down." If if anything if anything's gonna change because a female is present. It's going to be we're getting worse. Like, we're not holding back at all. Yeah. You're going to make us go harder in the paint. Understand like, this. Understand this. A lot of the women, 
Sometimes when we leave, when you think we left the women at home, they wanted to stay home because mm-hmm. they knew what the fuck. First of yeah. all, I ain't staying up this late. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got kids. Second of all, somebody's got to take care of the kids because you're right, drunk. Because you're gonna, gonna be drunk. I know exactly how your ass gonna <laughs> come in the house. Second of all, uh, you gotta know. We smoking cigars or whatever, and we drinking. Yeah. This is, listen, man, this probably might not be the place to bring your girl. And that's, that. so I, like, he, he caught on pretty quick. Like I said, he's 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 a smart kid. But uh, he caught on pretty quick. When I told him, I was like, look, you could bring her, but you already know what you're subjecting her to. And we're, we're just going to be worse. Like, we're not going to hold back. And he's like, uh. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. You ever you ever heard of a speed bump, right? Speed, speed bump. bump. You're driving the car, speed yeah. bump. Yeah. Gotta slow down. Okay. A wise man that go over one, the first one. Damn. Okay, let me it's five of them. Let me adjust. Let me let me slow the fuck down. Yeah. A young motherfucker. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> let me tell you something. That fair warning was that first speed bump. Yep. For you young guys, right? We all young, but for you younger guys, do not be 21 and your lady is 21, 22. Do not bring your lady around a bunch of drinking ass, Watch 30 fights. plus. Yeah. <laughs> that is the worst mistake you can make. Yeah. Because without even us even trying to be disrespectful, respectfully, you might lose your girl because she might think you like you're not cool with enough. These assholes, <laughs> or you're not cool enough. They yeah. way more funny than you because <laughs> you a little bit boring right now. Yeah. So, just respectfully, we learned our lesson. Yeah. I knew not to take my wife, my future fiance, around my dad and him. <laughs> with all that wisdom when they've been drinking, because <laughs> some shit gonna come out. That said, that's just blunt. Yeah. That she might be like, damn, that's <laughs> FYI. I'm just going to yeah. leave that there. I'll yeah. leave that there. And we ain't got to say nothing else about yep. it. Don't do it. What? Don't, trust me, don't do it. So I'm going to ask you now, how long do you think we've been going? Mm, on this? Recording. Uh, Give or take, let me see. Maybe about three hours. Oh. All right. Let's see. Right now we're at the uh, two hour and fifty minute mark. Hi. So close enough. I think uh, that's probably a good way to end it off. Yeah. So, everybody, uh, thanks for thanks for tuning in. To uh, be continued. Yeah. This, this <laughs> is definitely like this is going to be glorious having having somebody so close with uh, the same interests and availability. I should say. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you'll hear me and Riley bullshit some more in the not so distant future. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, if you if you didn't check it out yet, uh, I got the two episodes on YouTube that were not released as audio. They're just the the video on YouTube uh, episodes. Check those out if you feel like you should. If not, whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> until next time, I will, uh, I will talk to you later. Peace.